Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. If you're looking for my discussion about Halo Infinite versus Destiny 2, that will be in a timestamp in the description. If you did not catch the live stream, these videos are usually about four hours long, and we use timestamps so you can find all the various things that we cover, micro gaming news, as well as the lead topic. If you're here for the discussions, that's usually where a lot of the magic happens, a lot of back and forth with the live audience. We do in-chat polls so you can vote on whatever the discussion is. We also do live Q&A in the second half of the show for our paying members. So you're going to want to be here to be a part of those live back and forths. It's kind of like a radio show you can interact with. I am a safer work broadcaster, so a lot of people throw me on in the background. But if you don't catch the live broadcast, you can use those timestamps to get to those so we'll we'll get to this in a little bit as well as all the other topics we have discussing the launch of halo infinite leaks of battlefield and then ghosts of tsushima dlc but yesterday we had a really really great day honestly i was very very pleased with the turnout as well as all of the new people who were in chat, who were hanging out and clicking sub, we discussed Elden Ring easy mode, and it was a really, really good debate. It was very healthy. There was a lot of different perspectives about games by From Software, whether it's Dark Souls, Sekiro, or Demon Souls. Everybody kind of has a different opinion on this, depending on whether or not they've either played the games before, beat them, or just, if you're like me, you enjoy them, but you just don't quite have the endurance to put up with the fail rate. Fail rate is essentially a part of those games. It's the learning process. It's how you advance and how you progress. And for some of us, it's just not really the type of game that we enjoy playing. And I don't do this, but some people go so far as to say, listen, there should be uh, an easy mode, a way to turn the difficulty down so that I can enjoy the game too. This also typically comes from reviewers and journalists or bloggers who are trying to get their hands on the game early and then get through it about as far as they can so that they can review it. Essentially, what we came down to was a disagreement about whether or not the intention of the game and the developer's design choices could make allotments for those varying degrees of difficulty, whether or not they could give you more health or have the enemies do less damage. Fundamentally, what I come down to on this is if you were to take the game of chess and change the rules to make it more accessible so that maybe your children or a younger person could play and enjoy it, the truth would be they wouldn't really be playing chess. They would be playing some sort of a diluted version of chess. And ultimately, I believe that's how fans of Souls games, as well as that's how From Software sees their games. It's a complete package. There's rules, there's difficulty thresholds, and they want those things to remain in place. And to change those things would be to dilute and change fundamentally what the game is. It is a complete, from beginning to end, mysterious, dark, very challenging game and they don't really help you they don't do a lot to make it easy on you but we are hearing commentary from the developers about Elden Ring that there will be ways to make this game maybe not easier but maybe more approachable if you figure out the different strategies builds and 
the various things that might make it a little bit not so uh, challenging. So they didn't make Elden Ring easier, but there are some things you'll be able to do to approach it that might make it a little bit more approachable than some of the early Souls games. Then we did play Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. We really had a great turnout for that, uh, even though the game is just so bad. And we appreciate everybody who hung out and just kind of laughed at this game with us. But I, I ended that stream, and it's just sort of a bummer. Uh, if you want to watch the tail end of that gameplay you know, video, you can. I probably spent about 10 minutes at the end talking about why it's so sad that this game seemingly just launched before it was ready. It feels like most of the game is still in sort of a technical testing phase from the animation to the to the movements to the combat, uh, the, the audio cues. There's so many things that just misfire and don't really land that well. And then you get these really strange, slight glimmers of hope. Like, oh, there are things here that could have been really good. It's almost like when a lens flare suddenly hits you in the eye. There are periodic moments where you're like, they really could have made this into a really fun arcade-style RPG. And it really, really could have been a fun game. And a lot of the times when you play a game like this, the thing that hooks you is just fun, approachable combat and enjoyable animations, different characters or or whatnot. And this game just doesn't even achieve that base level uh, enjoyment. When you start going through the menus and you look at all the various depths to the armor and the different customization and the upgrading, it's not this super in-depth min-max RPG, but they put a lot of love into certain aspects of this game, and the cutscenes were surprisingly good, but the actual core gameplay is just so, so bad. And I was given a code. There's websites where you can request code, so I wanted to make sure and cover the game. I, I wanted to be nice. I wasn't cruel in my in my thoughts. This game is extremely unpolished and ultimately feels like it needed another year or so to really refine itself because at the moment this feels like whenever there's leaked footage of a game and it's in its it's sort of alpha technical phase and they're really just it's rough around the edges and they're just testing the various things so they load into a world and the textures aren't quite right or the animations aren't quite right it's just to test one aspect of the game that's what this game ultimately feels like when you're playing in the combat which is very unfortunate because now it's it's just one of those games that's going to be remembered as being terrible and i don't know if they'll be able to really put the put the the train back on the tracks and get this thing into a good place Uh, And then there is the short. I am talking about Destiny today. I I am still not covering Destiny. I have no interest in covering a game that would unjustly ban someone from their game. And then you have all kinds of people subtweeting about it saying you only get banned from Destiny if you break TOS. I didn't break a single line of their TOS. Uh, There is a public record of abuse of power with false copyright claims on videos from some of the very same people who are trying to subtweet and make it this, like, I guess they think I did something wrong. Well, the last time I played Destiny was with my five-year-old son on the couch doing bounties and lost sectors on, I think it was the Cosmodrome. And anytime I played the game, aside from that, it was in full view of the public, all on this channel. Didn't break any of the rules, didn't break any of their TOS. 
I was just simply banned for speaking the truth, similarly to other things that happened when I spoke the truth. So I'm still not going to cover that game. I- I'm not. I'm not going to create an alt account. I'm not going to play off stream. I'm not going to do any of that. Okay. I'm, I'm. In many respects, I'm kind of above this game now. It's. It's beneath me in that regard. That's not like arrogant or narcissistic. It's like, why would you play a game? that robbed you of seven years, a seven-year account, and all these memories uh, with some sort of a personal vendetta. So I I am still standing by that, but I'm in a much healthier place about the game. So it comes up every now and again. And it really came up when we talked about Halo. When I was looking at Halo Infinite's multiplayer trailer, when I was looking at the Halo Infinite multiplayer overview, I thought, man, this this is going to spell trouble for Destiny's Crucible engagement. Destiny's Crucible has for years struggled to get to a place where people enjoy it and and play it in large numbers. It usually spikes up at the beginning of a release and then drops really, really quickly. And those spikes and drops have become more severe and the lows are getting lower and lower and lower. The PvP numbers get lower every time I check them, lower than they usually did. Now, the PvE has always been sort of steady and healthy. It gets down to a floor of predictable daily engagement. Then it kind of stays there. PvP has always been a lot more fragile, and Trials of Osiris certainly didn't help when it came back, and it certainly hasn't gone anywhere. And I can say this. This isn't me taking a cheap shot at a company that hurt me. This is me saying, look, for five or six years, there has been a large portion of that community that has said, I want this, this, and this, or here are all the problems with Destiny's PvP. And to be quite honest, I said for five or six years, it sounds like you want to play Halo. It sounds like you want to turn Destiny into Halo. You should go play Halo. Well, when Halo Infinite comes out, a lot of people are going to be able to go play Halo for free if they have a Microsoft platform, whether it's one of the Xboxes or if they have Game Pass. They're going to be able to just go play for free. The story is included in Game Pass, but the multiplayer is 100% free. And I truly believe from everything we've seen from Halo Infinite's multiplayer that it's got something special. And we're going to be breaking down all the various reasons. I have, I have a laundry list of reasons of why I think Halo Infinite's multiplayer could stand very, very tall in the current landscape right now and potentially pull away from those daily engaged Crucible players in Destiny. Now, this doesn't mean Destiny is going to die or that Bungie should be scared. I'm not being melodramatic. But if you want a healthy multiplayer, you need a full funnel of players. And this could potentially pull from an already sinking ship of daily engaged crucible fans so stick around for the debate there'll be polls in chat i'm sure it'll be spicy but i wanted to get that out of the way on the front end because i know people are going to be like i thought you said you weren't going to talk destiny i'm talking destiny but i'm not covering destiny that was what i committed to i was like i'm not going to cover this game i'm not going to read their twabs i'm not going to read their patch notes anymore and make videos and i have not done that uh, when I made the decision to finally completely break and say, listen, I'm not even going to cover the game if they make big news, um, I'm, I'm, I've been standing by that. So we're going to get to this little discussion here, Halo Infinite vs. Destiny, later in the show. Now, we also have a lot of micro topics. One of them is about Halo Infinite's launch, some commentary from Phil Spencer that you're going to want to be here for. Battlefield 2042 has had a leak about their unannounced game mode. Now, if you remember some of the interviews about why they didn't do Battle Royale, they would always point to the game mode that they had not yet announced. Okay, so... That, 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 is, that is potentially their answer to Battle Royale, in their mind at least. So we've got some details. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima 
The details of that DLC have leaked, and it sounds very promising. You guys know I love Ghost of Tsushima. I've been trying to beat that slowly and and surely off-stream, and I've been doing that periodically when I get a chance to play. Beautiful game. One of the greatest games ever created. It was robbed of Game of the Year. Uh, I, I will always stand by that. So there's a variety of ways to support the stream. Uh, and in ways to use commands at the bottom and that those commands here next to me we are going to change uh, the poll command in this in this little slideshow we're going to change it to something else because we do the polls in chat now you don't have to leave like you used to looking for a great place to hang out hang out in our discord if you're a paying member you get increased access the tip command enables you to send a tip through the network or you can use super chat you can follow me on twitter we have updated merch since we updated the logo everybody seems to love it it's definitely got the uh, the hair the hair right right it will have that probably in the merch store soon I'm always wearing a shirt from 80s T's got a nice Deadpool shirt on today you can use the shirt command anything you order over there be sure to use code Lono for 30% off uh, and this one will obviously take you the command today always takes you to the collection that I'm wearing from the coffee command uh, if you want to order some coffee we're getting down into the lower numbers before we re-up uh, the, I don't think we're in any danger of running out now because the coffee orders slowed down we're not promoting it nearly as much because we were worried about running out so I sort of walked back how often I talked about it uh, I will be out of town July 1st through the 5th so we're not going to be taking or shipping orders during that window so if you want to re-up the coffee before the end of this month do that if not you're going to have to wait until we're back in town and then the join button we want to see those join membership numbers go up we do Q&A now in the second half of the show as a way to say hey you're a paying member this is something specifically for you but we are not doing anything where there's content or uploads or something that's specific to members we don't want to do that uh, if you're here every morning Monday through Friday around 8:30, if you're here that is a huge help to the channel you don't have to say talk chat give a dollar to the show that is a massive help to the show especially when we're constantly changing subjects so if you're here today and you haven't been here in a while and you're like I miss him talking about destiny I miss you being here because a lot of you really brought great discussion elements and debates to the channel and we're doing that every day it's the same show we're just talking about a lot more different things I mean the debate yesterday about Elden Ring was so fun it brought back some of the classic like destiny debate moments and you really should consider just being like look it's a four-hour show Monday through Friday with Q&A it's the same thing we did way back then Come and hang out during the week. I guarantee you'll enjoy your time here. We're doing the same thing we've always done. Video game, radio show, safe for work, with a great community of people having lively discussions and debates every day of the week about gaming. So get the chat warmed up. I'm sure it's already pretty warmed up. Get the likes going, and I'll be live on the mic in just a moment. I record these every morning, so we have a nice intro. All right, I'm looking forward to a great stream with you guys today. We're playing Scarlet Nexus on this channel we definitely want to check that out it launched yesterday it launched too late in the day for me to check it out yesterday we'll go over to the gaming channel to play jump king because someone hates me and requested it and then tonight sea of thieves with drinks beers and booty make sure you're here on the gaming channel that's on the gaming channel me and hilly all right support that gaming channel we're doing indie titles viewer requests and we do the friday night hilly hijink streams you're not going to want to miss it all right it's going to be a great friday i'll be on the mic in just a second Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you guys so much 
for being here. Not surprised, really, at all at the turnout. We knew that this would be a pretty big turnout for this subject, and I know everybody is hoping for spice and sugar and everything nice. I don't think that's how that statement goes. Anyways, I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much for getting the likes going. Already have over 100. Let's set our sights on 200. Let's have a really, really strong Friday. We've got a lot on the docket for today. Obviously, the big discussion about why I think Halo Infinite is going to pull away from Destiny's PvP numbers. So we went a little, like, dramatic with the thumbnail. Destiny should be worried. But, I mean, come on. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're not being melodramatic uh, with, the, with the actual topic. Because at, at, at its core, at its core, I don't think Halo Infinite is going to offer anything close to what the PvE aspects of Destiny offer. I, 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 Destiny has its its funnel and its predictable season. They know how to get people to come back in. I wouldn't be surprised if Witch Queen is very successful. But with respect to daily engaged player base numbers, uh, so I, I, I think I think Halo Infinite is is going to hurt the daily engaged numbers of Destiny. I do. Uh, the 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 Destiny Crucible numbers are fragile. I think they constantly go down. I think they've been hitting new lows. Um, I think Trials of Osiris continues to to flounder, uh, and so that I, I that's just that's kind of how I couch it. And I'm going to give you a lot more reasons as to why I'm kind of becoming very very interested in Halo Infinite. I, I do. I, I'm very very interested. I think it's got a lot of promise. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, that's right, Eugene. Um, been a while since I've been here this early. Love the layout and everything. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you obviously don't understand sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. Well, did somebody respond to you? Uh, I don't think anybody responded to you, Eugene. I don't know why Destiny has good PvE engagement. The PvE is so mad. Yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. Thank you for being here. I started Sea of Thieves and my boat's on fire and I couldn't get in the portal. Sounds about right, Hilly. I'll, I'll, I'll help you tonight. <laughs> Sounds about right. I uh, I was trying to figure out how my wife and I could play together. I got it all figured out last night. I just need to run. I need to figure out how to get my Xbox controller to work with my PC via Bluetooth. And I think the computer has Bluetooth built in. And I think... Can you, can you use a, an, an Xbox controller via bluetooth in windows or do you have to buy like a dongle like i don't i don't know how it works i don't have a i don't have a uh uh i don't have a a, a, uh the i don't have a like a really really long cable is it an old xbox controller no it's a new one yes you can you can connect it via bluetooth app in windows oh yeah, because I'm pretty sure like the, the it has Bluetooth built into the computer. You can use a Bluetooth controller with Windows. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, well, that answers that question. What we were going to do is, is we were going to set up the old TV in the living room next to the other TV. Uh, to, to We were, we were going to set it up, and then both of us were going to play together. And I was just going to do the Xboxes, because I have an Xbox Series X and an Xbox One X. Um... And it was like, it was, it, you can't do it. 
I, I still can't figure out how to do that. People are like, no, no, no. You set one as the home Xbox and you do this. Everything I let, read last night, you can't do that. 7N Victa coming in with the brand new membership. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. Thank you for supporting the channel with the paid membership. If you guys haven't been here in a while, I get it. I know. I, I, I stopped covering Destiny, so you stopped showing up. We're still doing the same show. You're missing a great show every morning. We had a really, really good discussion yesterday about Elden Ring Easy Mode. It was a wonderful debate. So many new people showed up. It was a blast. You guys are missing out on the same show, SNTR Presents, Monday through Friday, lively discussions and debates about gaming news. We do Q&A in the second half of the show. I'm telling you, I know you want me to sit here and and, and bash about bounties and, and dish about the TWAB. I, the show is better for it now that we're doing so many other things. So if you hang out today and you're like, man, I kind of missed it here. We miss you. We miss having a lot of you guys come back more regularly. So consider making this your morning ritual again. As long as your motherboard has a Bluetooth receiver on it, you'll be able to use your controller. I'm fairly certain because it had the little Bluetooth symbol down in the corner and I always had to like hide it or whatever. Um, so... Did you see that Borderlands 3 crossplay and that Sony isn't included because of how they handled crossplay? Yeah, I mean, Randy Pitchford tried to get out in front of that and he was like, he, he tried to say, like, we wanted to offer it to everybody, but we couldn't do it with Sony. And Sony's playing their own PR game of saying, like, we want to do more crossplay. And it's like, yeah, but you want to charge the developers to do it. Are the other platforms doing that? I don't think they are. I don't think Nintendo and Xbox are charging Gearbox money to do crossplay. I, I don't under like who wants to do crossplay with a company that's gonna take money from you? Like they're not making money off of crossplay. It's not like Gearbox or these other companies could be like, oh yeah, we're making so much money from crossplay. We could certainly just give you money. Like it, you know what I mean? Who wants to do that? With Joseph Stoughton over at 343, yeah, they should. Oh, are you saying they should be worried? Are you responding to my thumbnail? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I just started focusing on the small tasks and tuning in during the larger ones, but I do miss lurking. Well, we miss having all the lurkers and all the supporters, man. Come back. We're here every morning, Monday through Friday. It's a good time. It really is. Yo, what's good, Gilly? Got all my memories done for the day. Nice, easy Friday. Uh, hope the same for the rest of y'all. Thank you so much, Gilly. Do I need to do the tall tales before tonight? Oh, Hilly, I saw you ask that in chat. I don't think you have to, because you can just come with me. Um, we can we can redo them. If we need to redo them, I'll just redo them with you. It's fine. It'll be funny either way. Don't worry. If you want to do the first one... The first one's a little slow, and we're on that boat for, like, for frickin' ever. At least do the first one so we don't have to redo that one. If we have to redo number two or three, that's fine. Those, we, we'll, we'll have fun with it either way. Yo, good morning, Mac. How are you? Yeah, Joseph Staten. Did I say Staten? I always revert to calling him Joseph Staten. It's Joseph Staten. Um... I loved Crucible, but I started following Bungie employees on Twitter. After that, I quit playing entirely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've, uh, they, they've gone full, um, 
Yeah, you know how he says in that movie, he's like, never go full. Yeah, they've gone full. Like, whatever you want to call it. If you want to call it, like, I think we throw around terms too, like, too liberally, like a social justice warrior or woke or whatever. Whatever you want to, I, I, I call it, like, self-importance. Like, they've just gone too self-important. Like, people, people think that they're heroes in some villainous Disney movie, and it's like they use Twitter... They use Twitter to, to, to try to paint themselves a hero, and man, I just... You've gone full dress-up hero. That's what we'll say. You've gone full dress-up hero. You know what I mean? If you ran around the neighborhood with your underpants on the outside, people would be like, hey, you've gone full dress-up superhero. You look a little ridiculous. Yeah. Destiny should be worried. Simple answer, no. We've heard this five times in the past decade. I think I can make a really good argument, GMAC, as to why if you're a fan of Crucible and you want Crucible engagement to stay in a nice spot, you should be concerned about what Halo Infinite's going to do to the daily engaged player base that plays PvP in Destiny because those numbers are already on a downward trajectory. They're already on a downward trajectory. They have they have consistently gone down every season more and more. Trials has consistently gone down more and more. The the core game of Destiny is not under any threat. And it isn't. I think that they'll do just fine. Right? Their their PvE numbers will be fine. They'll sell their seasons. They'll sell they will sell their uh, their expansions, right? They'll, they will. But you're talking about a long-standing franchise with a long-standing group of people that a lot of them bought seasons for exotics or seasons, or they bought Beyond Light for stasis, right? I'm telling you right now, there are a lot of people that spend money and only play Crucible most of the time, and there is a very, very high likelihood that in this last year, their loyalty to the game has already gone down. And you want to talk about a straw that breaks a camel's back, a really, really good, dedicated servers, completely free, Halo multiplayer, that that could be the straw that breaks a camel's back for a lot of people, right? You know, it, it's... I'm telling you, it, they, that side of the game has been rough for years it just has been I'm not getting in a cheap shot because of what happened with me with Destiny I said for years to people that played that game's PvP it sounds like you want to play Halo they're going to be able to do that for zero dollars later this year (laughs) and it looks and I'm telling you the Halo multiplayer it's got pull it's got draw it does and if they do it right and they do these seasons right, I'm telling you, there is something special about Halo. There just is. And I'm at its at its core, at its core, the the Destiny game can never offer what these people have been looking for. And you also have to consider in the landscape of games right now, there really isn't a good arena shooter right now. There just isn't. If you want to play an arena shooter, you basically got to play Destiny. And Destiny's free to play. Destiny's also on peer-to-peer. 
it, so its tick rate and its net code is terrible. It's laggy. It's full of cheaters if you play on PC. The numbers continually dwindle, so that actually compounds the problem because the less people playing, the less people there are in your region to match, which means you're more likely to get mismatched on the region, which means you're more likely to play a laggy game or get matched against a cheater if you're playing on PC. So... The Purple Platform Directory was a major online hub for the community, and at this very moment, it's only able to attract 4.3k viewers. Well, and I mean, that was, we were peaking in the 4,000s last time we streamed over there. So, you know, they murdered, they murdered that directory when they chopped off the king's head, because that's what was happening. And now, now, I think what they thought was, well, oh, if you ban him, he won't be able to cover it anymore. He'll, th- we'll start to see, we'll start to see that directory heal. No, not at all. I I checked all the metrics on uh, on there's a there's a website where you can check metrics of streamers over there. And when we started to rise, when we started to rise around, it was around October. All of my numbers were going like this. And all of the numbers in that directory were going like this. Why? Because people were filtering over and they're like, he's doing his show again. He's doing SNTR Presents. He's doing Q&A. We were, we were cruising. We were just fine. Now, truth be told, truth be told, we weren't growing by covering that game. We weren't. We were stagnating because we couldn't get any new subs. We were generally playing and streaming to the same group of people, and most of the people that watch Destiny content on YouTube were like, I don't want to watch that guy. My favorite YouTuber said he's a such and such. So we weren't really growing on YouTube, but the viewership was there. It really was. Our memberships are higher now, and our daily and weekly average sub growth is higher now than it was when we played Destiny. We've looked at the numbers. Like... We would settle into to, to slow times in Destiny. I'd stream for seven hours, and we'd have like maybe an eight or a nine, maybe a ten k day. Now we can hit anywhere from a six to a nine or a ten k day, covering random stuff, covering random games. So like, it certainly helped to push us out of that rut. But at the same time, like I, that that funnel of marketing power they had over there it's just gone it's not what it used to be it just isn't so i you know th- i think they underestimated i think they underestimated just how destructive their plan was to dictate and and tell the community who who should be a, considered a hero and who should be supported and who shouldn't i you know what i mean so <clears throat> Destiny invented the slide? What are you guys debating? The Destiny community split even deeper when you got banned from purple. Yeah, it was already split, and it was in the process of being rebuilt over there. Yo, Julio coming in with a tier 2 membership. Thank you so much, Julio. We are very close to seeing some red badges. I was supposed to update the badges last night, and I forgot to. We are very close to seeing some red badges in the chat. Um, you provided stickiness right there was there was a formula that like when destiny would enter its dry spells we became the hub and the hangout of like 
everybody else isn't playing everybody else is whining and bored they're out of stuff to do because they stream for 16 hours a day for an entire week <clears throat> and now they have nothing to do right uh, if destiny movement is superior to other FPS or just generic Bungie's triple jump should be a feature in so many more games their jumping and gliding is what makes their mobility best in the industry oh yeah Destiny excels at a handful of things that other games don't. The way the gunplay feels, right? The way the gunplay feels and the movement. You you can't play a game right now that feels like that. You can't. Titanfall 2 and Apex come close. They feel really, really good. But the movement and the gunplay in Destiny? Are you kidding me? It, it's it's unmatched in so many ways. Like, I've never played a game that felt like Destiny. I've never played a game that felt like Destiny. Titanfall 2 and Apex come close, but they still fall short. They're not as good. They don't feel as good. There's a secret sauce in that Tiger engine. That's why they're never going to leave it behind. They're never going to leave it behind. Their best asset is their biggest anchor. Their best asset is their biggest anchor, right? Their best asset is the Tiger Engine. It's what makes Destiny feel like Destiny. The gunplay, the movement, all of it, right? But it's also their biggest anchor. It's what's keeping them from being able to make larger scale areas, dedicated servers, a truly large living world. They can. It's 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 an old kind of not so great engine it's kind of clunky it's solid i've always described it as a cement truck it's a cement truck it's not agile they can't make quick changes and updates they can't make quick turns it's a cement truck it's rock solid it's good now it's gotten a little bit more buggy in recent you know recent months because they're no longer you're no longer playing the vicarious visions port vicarious visions ported masterfully Destiny to PC. Well, you're not playing that version anymore. That's why it plays so poorly on PC now. Inconsistent frame rate, buggy, and glitchy. At its core, though, I still think the Tiger engine is very rock solid. I'm sorry, you think the Destiny movement in respect to to turning and running are better than Titanfall? Yeah. The movement in Destiny feels better than Titanfall. Nothing feels like Destiny. Nothing feels like Destiny. Now, if you want to talk about like just running and sliding and stuff, like Titanfall and in Apex are in a, are in a class all their own. That engine is is magnificent. It's magnificent, but it wasn't a port. It was built from scratch. Well, I mean, I I don't know how accurate that is, Stu, but that's still a port. I mean, they still were taking existing assets, worlds, and ideas and bringing it over to another platform, even if elements had to be completely rebuilt I mean that's still a port I mean you know what I mean I rage quit the other day because of bugs lots of freezes champions who won't stun really man they're not able to fix the vex class until next season stasis they didn't plan on fixing till next season as well and they only pushed it because of the fever pitch that it reached well, when you do an interview with PC Gamer and you say, yeah, when we put Stasis in the game, we knew it was going to need to be nerfed. Yeah, that doesn't look too well to the people that have been complaining about it for, you know, nine months. <laughs> that game's best asset is its biggest anchor. It's one of the reasons why lots of areas just get funky and glitchy and buggy and the 
and the the host client resolution is too slow so different things will happen like well I thought I stunned them or I thought I satisfied the mechanic no you didn't why is his health bar going back up all those things are because it's on old it's on old tech to a degree other games have better movement on controller because of settings but not because the core game is better I have never, listen, I can't even play the dadgum game and I'm going to sit here and defend it and say, I've never played a game that feels like Destiny. I've played so many shooters in my my life and I've never played a game that feels as crisp and as tight and as good as Destiny. Just never does. It never, it never satisfies the same, I don't know. There's something, there's something, I'm telling you, there's a secret sauce in the Tiger engine and that's one of the reasons they can't leave it behind. I guarantee you if they tried to build this game in another engine, it just wouldn't feel the same. There'd be a looseness. There'd be something wrong. If you, you go and play other games, like go and play Dishonored and Bioshock. There's something loose about those games. They feel loose. It's like the bolts aren't tight. It's like everything's loose. I call it loosey-goosey. It's like, why does it feel like this? Destiny's feels why I've been stuck on it for seven years. There, I'm telling you, there is some gameplay content loop voodoo in Destiny. There is. They have a game. They have gameplay loop voodoo in there. There's just something about it. You always come back. It always feels like home. It always feels sweet and nice and tight. You get frustrated. You get angry. You take your break. Sure, people get burned out. People get annoyed. Blah blah blah. I'm telling you, there's some kind of voodoo in the game's content loop. Other part is that D2 is always online, so network issues are a factor in things. Think out uh, think out of their control, like Steam servers and console network that can affect how the game plays too. Well, if you do dedicated servers, a lot of those problems are not nearly as prominent. You know what I mean? Do we know what they're building matter in? Does it really matter? Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> If they want to upgrade the game, they'd have to build a whole new engine from scratch. Yeah, pretty much. I believe Bioshock movement aged well and lends itself to the genre. I'm not biased since I only played two recently. It just feels loose. I don't know. I'm just telling you my experience. When I play games like Dishonored or Bioshock or other shooters, they they end up feeling they end up feeling loose there's something i don't know what it is i can't tell you what it is it's not because they're too it's not because the sensitivity's too high it's none of that it's none of that there's something there is something about them that's off and destiny has like a secret sauce there's something in there that the minute you 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 run around or jump around or you shoot a couple guns it just feels really good and one of the things about it that I think they got right is if you are a casual player, it hits you really, really well. Like, I've played some games. I'll give you an example. When I played Cyberpunk the other day, I was like, this shooting feels so bad. I cannot imagine a more casual player thinking, oh yeah, I love this. It just, you you feel like you're inaccurate and clumsy and dumb. You're like, I don't get it. People are like, well, you have to level up. Well, I don't want to, what do I got to play for eight hours and feel like a bumbling idiot before the, before the gameplay loop feels tight and nice? Get out of here. I want to feel awesome. We booted up Spider-Man Remastered yesterday on the PS5, and within seven minutes 
I am swinging through the city and getting in fights and it just feels great and I know if I play that game to completion Spidey's gonna get all these extra abilities and cool things he can do and his combat's gonna get better and it's great from moment one cyberpunk from moment one I feel like someone injected my veins with like cement I feel clumsy and clunky and awful you hand somebody a white weapon in Destiny. Well, you can't do that anymore. You hand them a, 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 a blue pistol. You have them pop the heads on a couple of bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. That feels good. The gun may reload really slow. It may have kind of slow handling because it's not a legendary whatever. But boy, it just feels good. You know what I mean? It's It's... If the game didn't aim for you, I promise Destiny guns wouldn't feel as good as they do. I mean, there is something there with the aim assist. That's why I think the game appeals to casuals so much. You don't feel like you have to be some amazing player, but you feel amazing. Do you see how the tr- do you see how that sleight of hand is? You don't have to be an amazing player to play Destiny, but boy oh boy, you <laughs> you feel you feel amazing when you play. You don't have to be amazing, but you feel amazing. Cyberpunk feels like when you're trying to fight someone in a dream. That is such a good description of it. It does. That is exactly what it is. That puts it into that puts it into words I couldn't capture it, Fett. Cyberpunk feels like when you're trying to fight someone in a dream. It's like nothing quite goes the way you want. The gun doesn't quite come up the way you want. The recoil, the shooting, the movement. It's like it yes. That's exactly the way to describe it. It's like when you get in a fight in a dream and it just feels weird. Something's off. That's exactly it. A five spot from Zerlock. I'm glad you got over the ban. Now can we make jokes about it? <laughs> Here's the thing you have to understand. You have to understand something. We we were literally after the ban we were having to rebuild the business again, again. Like, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think I could ever put into words, even if I got a dry erase board and I put it behind me and I wrote down all the things that were taken from me, right? If I wrote it all down, the relationships, the friendship, the, the unbelievable, make your nosebleed amount of loss financially, right? If I wrote it all down on a dry erase board, I still don't think I can convey to you how tectonic and and destructive that was, what they did to me last year, like what it was. I, I There's no way you could grapple with it, right? There's just no way. Even even people even people that that like initially probably thought, man, this guy's a terrible person. You'd have to zoom out on that and say, okay, <laughs> like. It's like, oh, it'd be like blowing up somebody's neighborhood because they insulted the governor. You know what I mean? It's like that was that was the the, the overreactive response. It was like, well, these couple of things happened. Let's completely destroy his life, right? So I don't think people understood when they came in and they were like, man, I wish you could cover Destiny. I wish you could cover Destiny. It's like homie, I wish my children's future was still on a rock-solid path for success and that I could pay my house off incredibly quickly. You're worried about freaking me talking about Destiny and covering Destiny? I had my entire life destroyed. Like, I had my entire career destroyed. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
you know, people would come in and say that. And I'm like, dude, for the second time, I'm having to rebuild my business because people don't like me. Like, like, do you know, you know what that feels like? It's like, I already know you don't like me. I knew you guys didn't like me for the last uh, three years. You know, I, I've, 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 I knew that. I knew none of you liked me. That was fine. I was on my own path. But now you can take dislike and turn it into a weapon and, and, and ruin someone. And so it was like, I just couldn't do it. I, I couldn't I couldn't take the questions, you know what I mean? I'll admit I wasn't too keen on you, but I've since learned how toxic the Purple Platform partnered community is. You've got a great thing here. You've probably only seen the tip of the iceberg. I've seen behind the curtain and it's messy. I appreciate that. Uh, is it is it D-Bear or Die-Bear? I'm not sure how I'm supposed to say it. So, I'm, in, I'm obviously in a different headspace now. We're looking at the business in a bigger picture. Things are on a good trajectory. The coffee's going so well. We launched a dark roast. The channel's doing very, very well. We're at a place where, like, I'm like, okay. I, like, my kids aren't set up for life like they were previously. Um, we were going we to spend die like die. Got it. Okay. I was going to guess it was die. You know, they're, 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 we were. it was going to take us three years to basically get them set up for life, right? We were going we to pay off the house at a breakneck speed, and my kids were going to be set for life, right? We're not there. We, we might not ever be there, because what was happening over there was anomalous and insane, right? It was crazy. It was catching lightning in a bottle, and then someone shot the bottle. <laughs> like... <laughs> It was, you know what I'm saying? We were catching lightning in a bottle. We had something nobody else was doing. We were banging on all cylinders. I had sponsors. I had contracts. I had an agent. I was catching lightning in a bottle and someone shot the bottle, right? That may never happen again. I feel really good about what we're doing over here on YouTube. I really like the direction we've taken with the show uh, and and some of the choices that we've made. We got multiple channels. We do this for a year. We could be we could be you know saying, oh my gosh, our eyes have been open. This is so much better. This is so much more stable, right? This is so much more reliable. You know, over then it was up and down, and we were on a huge upswing. But we don't know what the downswing was was going to look like, right? Yeah, gifted memberships will come here, and that might take things into a into a, you know, uh, you know, crazy crazy place. But but, um, it was extremely sensitive to watch all of my, my metrics were plummeting. All of my metrics were plummeting, and to watch all of my metrics plummet, and to watch the stability that we had finally gotten to. It was like we had finally gotten to a stable place where it was like, I knew what my income was going to look like. I'm looking at my beautiful children in our house, and I'm thinking, okay, we're back on level ground. And this company comes in and says, you know what? No. Right? I hadn't had issues with my blood pressure. I could actually go into my app that I track my blood pressure with. I, I, I went in, and I saw... My blood pressure from November was trending downward, and then when they banned me, it's sp- all my numbers spiked right back up again. I got thrown right back into the the nightly palpitations when I would try to go to sleep, the daily elevated blood pressure, you know, the 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 anxiety. It all came back because it was like, well, you just destroyed what I was trying to rebuild. It was like you blew up my house. I started rebuilding on the foundation, and then you came in and blew up the foundation. It was like, no, we've not hurt this guy enough, right? And so they came in and did that. And so it was just like, 
when someone would come in and be like, hey, I really miss you covering Destiny, it was like, dude, like, my arm just got amputated, and you're being like, I I just wish we could play catch. And it was just like, dude, come on. I can't take this, right? So, months of therapy. I've been in therapy for three years. Months of therapy. Conversations with my wife and conversations with people that I would consider almost like spiritual advisors, right? I got into them. I've gotten into a much better headspace. And and the, the, the stream is, is on a path where, sure, I am making way less money than I did at the beginning of last year. And they can all celebrate that because that's what horrible, awful people do. They celebrate the destruction and the damage of others. You know, they think it's great, you know, that my my children's future is a question mark. They think that's wonderful because that's the kind of people that they are. And, but, but, even though we're making less money, I'm happier and I can see a path forward and I can see a, and I can see a future with, with coverage and everything that we're doing. And I honestly, I honestly... Could could I can I can say this and this isn't me like trying to dress up a situation like put on airs. I'm glad. I'm so glad I'm not around and in that group of people anymore, because it's it's like being in a disease-ridden room. Like you're just worried you're gonna you're worried it's gonna get you, right? And it did. It did get me. Not in the way that, <laughs> not in the way that you would think, but you know. <clears throat> So it it took a long time. It took a long time, but and it, and even today, right? And even today, I'm not covering Destiny. I'm not going to cover their twabs and their news and their patch notes and their their Witch Queen. No, I don't give a frick about any of that stuff anymore. I don't. I genuinely think, as a video game commentator and a content creator, that Halo Infinite has a very, very high likelihood of of having players from Destiny leave the Crucible in a more permanent, more long-term perspective, right? Viewership seems up. Is it because of the title? No, it's because of the title. It's because of the title. The viewership was up as soon as I hit live this morning. Yeah. Listen, a lot of you are either coming here to hate watch because you think I'm a terrible person because, you know, you read tweets and that's all it takes for you. Mm. Evidence doesn't matter, but um, if you're like, hey, I stopped watching because you stopped covering Destiny, I'm here to tell you, we're doing the same show, you know? You should come back, you know? You're you're doing the same show. Like, you can show up, you know, you can can submit your questions. We do Q&A in the second half. Yesterday, we spent two hours debating easy mode in Elden Ring. And it was freaking awesome. You know what I mean? It was awesome. You know what I mean? And so, if you haven't been here in a while, we, you know, and you're like, man, I miss you talking Destiny. Well, we miss you coming. You should come back. We have a good time here. We don't have to talk about bounties and the battle pass and you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? We don't, we, 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 we don't have to do that. We can, we can put on a good show without all that. You know what I mean? Yo, King Keys of the Five Spot, you're no longer hamstrung by that community and game, and you can expand to other bigger opportunities. Yeah, if you would have told me, right? If you would have told me that I could boot up and I could say, hey, we're going to debate Elden Ring easy mode, 
and then like a bunch of people would show up and we'd have a great debate I would have never believed that I'd be like dude no no and no one's no one's gonna tune in for that right <clears throat> no one's gonna tune in for that no one wants that content people want destiny well it took a while to, to, to turn the rudder on people's expectations as well as there's a lot of new folks here I yesterday was dope yesterday was dope and when you add it all up if you take the first stream second stream and third stream you know what it was equal to this this will this will kind of this will kind of surprise you if you take the first stream yesterday right the join link is broken for me the join link if you use the join command we updated the command it sh- I think we fixed it um yeah that should work just fine I'm gonna click on it myself to make sure it's working yeah it's working um if you add everything up like if you look at uh if you look at the um the first stream the second stream and the third stream over on gaming right oh it's in the description and it's wrong oh my gosh we we need to fix that i think that's in the set that's in the settings i need to change that on so many videos that's my bad cuz we changed we changed the the hyperlink uh all right, I just updated the script, the description. Yeah, I forgot about that. We changed that. Uh, we changed that recently because we essentially rebranded. Um, we rebranded to SNTR Presents because we—that's the segment that we do every day. That's the show that we do every day, and it was like, well, it doesn't make any sense to to have the old name. And the old logo, because that is we don't do anything with it anymore. Yo, Heart of Chords with the five dollars. I'm here for when you cover Halo or Battlefield. I'm just not interested in other games you cover. Uh, saving my PvP play for the new Battlefield. Thank you so much, Heart of Chords, for the five dollar tip. I'm here to tell you, Heart of Chords, that you should tune in anyway, even if you even if you don't give a rip about Elden Ring. That debate yesterday about Elden Ring easy mode was legendary. It was legendary. It was awesome. That was one of the best debates we've probably ever had. We got into discussions about developer intentions, commercial success, like what's important, you know, in game design. Like, it was so good. Like, how much do players dictate what a game can do? Are fans of Demon's Souls, Dark Souls, and all those games, are they holding that game back from adding difficulty options? Because if they added difficulty options, would that then mean they would have all all their fans turn on them? It was a great debate. You know what I mean? Drive by lock. Thank you, Heartless. You don't have to like the game we're talking about. I'm telling you, the discussions and debates we have, they're unmatched. You know what I mean? Sometimes I stop by to see your face. I appreciate that, Heart of Quartz. Thank you. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, all right, we, we're doing the same thing that we always did. You know what I mean? We learned 20, 21% of the community are a bunch of wuss. <laughs> Good times. Um... King Keys with a five spot. Thank you. Zubair is the second best reason to be here. Thank you. Mac Booker with a brand new membership. Thanks for pushing the membership a little bit higher, Mac. We're trying to get to about a thousand members. We're in the 800s. Appreciate that. 
Uh, would you go back to D2 if the ban was lifted? Do you ever check in? Would it be good for you? If they lifted the ban, I'd play infrequently and I'd go back to talking about the game, sure. But I've not checked. It was May... The last time I checked if I was still banned was May 13th. There's no way they're just going to randomly unban me. You know what I mean? There's no way. I highly, highly doubt that. You know what I mean? I highly doubt they're just going to randomly unban me. I love the show. You must admit, uh, but must admit, would it hurt to still cover Destiny? I mean, it's still gaming issues, and you were number one for Destiny content. I can't play the game. How do you cover a game if you can't play it? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? How do you cover a game if you can't play it, homie? Like, what? you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't talk about the gameplay loops, the redundancy of currencies, the, 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 the stupidity of bounties. I can't do anything if I'm not playing the game. You know what I mean? I can't tell you what it felt like to play Vogue. I, I, I can't. I can't tell you. I can't talk about it. How am I supposed to talk? How am I supposed to cover the game? $5 from Zubair. That's my $5. I demand to be spent on ice cream for the kiddos. This five or two. I appreciate that, Zubair. Thank you. <laughs> uh, if they unban him, then their narrative would fall apart and they'd be liable for lawsuits? No, they wouldn't. I don't think so. They can do whatever they want. People that were subtweeting about, like, you only get banned if you break TOS, that's not true. They literally have it in their TOS that they can ban you for whatever they want. Why would that be in your TOS if you only ever ban people for breaking TOS? Like, that clause is there so they could do exactly what they did. Come on. You manage to cover games you don't play quite well. I mean, I appreciate the compliment, but at the same time, it's not the same and you know it. It is not the same. (laughs) I come by hoping to see Fedora Guy again. That was truly legendary. Thank you, Slick West, for the $5 tip. Love the new logo. Hey, guys, thanks for all the compliments on the logo. We kind of explained it yesterday. A couple of years ago, I started branding all of my segments. We had SNTR Presents, The Rageous Roundtable, Unfiltered Contrast, Split Screen, um, Extra 5 for Madam Ice Cream. Thank you, Oscar. Um, we can earmark donations now. I'm earmarking all my future donations to make Lono wear silly hats. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Um... He covers news topics, not in-depth issues. Right, like, I had played Demon Souls, Dark Souls 3, and Sekiro enough to lean into the conversation and say, here's why I don't play those games, but here's also why you can't add an easy mode, right? But I can't get into the depth. I played a game for, I played a game for seven years and could talk about all the different layers of player incentivization and combat loops and how often you should be rewarded in RNG, layers of RNG, how much RNG is too much RNG, how much intentionality is too much intentionality. Like, right, like, now obviously that's going to inform my commentary if I ever play a game like, you know, Borderlands 4, if that ever happens, or I, I, I don't even know, if there's another looter shooter that lands... Well, then obviously I'm going to bring that history to bear on that discussion, but there is no way I'm ever going to be able to be like, oh yeah, here, let me talk about destiny 
you know, and to be quite honest, we're on a great growth trajectory. You think I want to hit 50,000 subs or sometime in the distant future? You want I want to hit 100,000 subs and be giving them free press? Frick them. No. I'm not giving you free press and talking about your expansion or your season. No, you can frick all the way off. I'm not giving you free press. <laughs> are you kidding me? What are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do in two or three years? If I'm sitting with a really big, healthy channel, I'm like, yep, still don't cover that game. Still unjustly banned. They never took it to a professional route. No one ever spoke to me. No one ever had a conversation with me. Yeah. What are you going to do? Just growing footprint of influence. And you're just going to be like, yeah, well, he's a bad guy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Come on. It's just, it's going to continue to look ludicrous. And I can just be like, I don't care. I'm fine. I'll just cover other stuff. I'm having fun covering other stuff. Even though you guys completely sabotaged me on the weapon durability debate, that was still a fun debate. Eugene was faking me out, but if you take him out of the equation, that was still a really fun back and forth about weapon durability. There were a lot of people in chat that were genuinely like, no, weapon durability in Zelda is terrible. Those are some of our best streams. We got to keep coming up with that. Like, let's figure out a topic we can debate and then, you know, I don't know, once a week or every other week, have a debate topic. It was awesome. It was really, really fun. Intel, uh, Endgame Intel. I love the debate format. It's great content. Uh, and so many other great games to debate other than D2. I appreciate that. Did the RNGs and Vicky investigation ever amount to anything? They have... They needed like four transcripts. They now have two of the transcripts they needed. I need to give them two more. But he, the last time I spoke with RNGs, he was like, "We real life has got us all very busy right now. And I was like, same. I mean, I'll be honest with you, dude. I just had to kind of move on. I was like, number one... It's it's still going to finish and I'm still going to do stuff with it because I believe there are people that will that 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 deserve some some come up but I, I I just had to stop focusing on it. I was focused on the business. I was focusing on the channel. I tell people that the best thing to do when people try to knock them down is walk away and succeed. You're doing it right. You're doing amazing stuff. You're a great channel. I appreciate that, Die Bear. I 100% agree the debates are really good content nearly everyone here is great at keeping disagreements respectful thank you Arch Enigma Lykios Tesseract renewing the membership getting that blue badge King James says I think Halo's open world will allow for quests and patrols uh, that add to campaign content Destiny should be shook I don't know about that King James that's where I'm going to get off the train I don't think Halo is going to set their sights on doing anything remotely close to what you can get from PvE and Destiny. Destiny's a looter shooter. I don't think Halo's going to go that route. If Halo went that route, oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing if they went that route, but I don't think they're going to. I don't think that's their identity. Holy frick. An open world season based looter aspect to Halo? Oh, sign me the frick up. I would love that. New weapons, armor, stats, whoo, like, oh, baby, that'd be good. And this slipstream engine that they got, oh, my, that'd be amazing. They're not going to, though. You know what I mean? Uh, What happened to the Avengers IP address video? 
Also, do you and 30 and so gaming still talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike just stopped by early this morning. I probably should have said hi to Mike. Rat King with a $20 tip. Uh, Stop playing because of what they did. I stand with Lono. I don't support the BS anymore. Thank you, Rat King, for the 20 spot. Um, Premium trans, uh, it ends on July 6th. Okay, Barrier. I got to take care of that. I got to take care of that this weekend, probably. Um, We need Looter Shooter Halo. The, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now. They couldn't do it in Halo Infinite. Why are you asking again, Wishbone? I don't know what happened to the Avengers IP address video. Did it get taken down or something? Um, Avengers update. Oh no, is it not working? Is it not playing? Are there comments? I kind of want to try it. Yo, the video is still up. I'm looking at it right now. I don't understand. Yeah, it's playing. I'm watching it. I don't know what you're talking about, Wishbone. On the SNTR Shorts channel, the Avengers video is is still up and running. And yeah, me and Thirty still talk periodically. I'm just too busy. I don't have I don't have time. I don't have time for anybody. I talk to creature. We strategize, and then I hang out with my family. Like that's it. That's my life right now. You know what I mean? Why do you believe they're going open world and updating content for the foreseeable future? Okay, here, here, here's what I think they might be doing, King James, because that's actually like a really, really good question, because they are going um, open-world, non-linear-esque with their structure, and they are doing seasons. They are doing seasons, right? So, because of that, they could do something where you go and do stuff in the open world to, to work on the season pass if you're not feeling like playing their PvP. I, I just, I don't know. Are you still working with Crucible Coliseum? I mean, Wolvie still has his section of the Discord, and they've got their thing that they can they do, and 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 he can he can he can let them know when he's streaming and stuff. But like, the SNTR network is now all just me. It's SNTR. We had a vision for something we thought we were going to do with the SNTR network, and the further we got down the road. The less I liked the idea, and the less the less the less it seemed to be something I could dedicate time and emotion to, and it just made more sense to be like, no, the SNTR network is me. SNTR is me. SNTR Gaming, SNTR Presents, SNTR Shorts, all under the SNTR network. That to me is just clean. It's it's crisp, and it, th- this this is not this is not like a. Oh, I don't want to work with other people. It was just like, no, 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 no. This is how I want it. This is how I want to go forward. We had a vision of like having SNTR Network housing like all these other shows and content creators. But the more we went down that road, the more I was like, brother, I don't have time to discuss this, talk about it, think about it, manage it. No, I don't want to do this. I can't. I'm, I'm barely, I'm barely managing my brand and my channels right now and I got news for you Creature is managing an entire channel for me okay like he is staff of the network and managing an entire channel for me and I still barely have time to get everything done in a given day I don't think you guys understand like the work that goes into these rundowns, the thumbnails, scheduling streams, I do this stream then I do gameplay, then we go to gaming then tonight we do the thing with Hilly I, I get all that ready in the evening. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have I don't have time. I don't have time for anything else. So it was like the more we got into it and the more we had like discussions about it, I was like, listen, I was like, I just don't think this is gonna work. I think the network just needs to be me. It's easier. 
right? Now in the process, we did some really dope things. We helped 30 and so gaming get monetized. We helped Wolvie get a monetized channel, and those guys can those guys can keep doing what they're doing. I don't really think putting them on the network was going to do much in the initial phases anyway, like long-term it might have. I don't know. But long-term, I was just like, dude, I can't do this. I don't have time. You know what I mean? So there was there was not like a big blow-up or a fight or anything. It was just like I was talking with Creature the one day, and I was like, dude, I just think we got to put this into it's just me. I, I do not like having all those other moving parts it's so it's so complicated and i just and then i get stressed out by it i miss the rageous round table oh i know people miss the rageous round table but like i just i i'm not at a place where i want to organize schedule and put together a podcast every week i i I love doing podcasts i would love to do something on a regular basis with someone like radical but like i just we we just it just isn't in the cards I would love to be doing something every other week or once a month with gothics, but I just, I don't have time, dude. I don't have time. I'm trying to, I'm trying to basically reestablish and rebuild an entire brand and an entire business. So if you get a network of channels and content creators together, then eventually you get to kick back and relax and sort of retire. So don't let go of the idea. I, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? I always have to pick up beer on Friday now. That workload is tough. <laughs> I love Gothics and you're why I found her. Yeah, yeah. She's she's man, she's she's a special she's a special voice right now that people need to listen to. But I don't know. When I've got a destiny itch, Wolvie's where I scratch it. Yeah, yeah. It just it became complicated for me to say I'm not going to cover Destiny, but go to this other channel. You guys know I love Wolvie. Come on. Like, I love that guy. But it just felt really dumb from a branding perspective to be like, you know, frick that game and what they did to me. I'm not covering that game. But if you want content, (laughs) you can go watch this guy. Like, I just didn't like the way that felt. It was like, no. Like, you guys all know where to find him, sub to him, support him. He does cool stuff. He's also not just doing Destiny anymore. He's been doing other kind of content, right? That's all great. You can you can support that. But like, I just didn't like the way it felt to be like, well, I had this completely ripped out of my paws and taken from me, and it's sad. And periodically, my kids ask about Destiny, and you know. But yeah, you can go watch over there. I just didn't like the way that felt. It didn't feel like something I wanted to consistently do. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, I don't know. This this feels like a branding mistake. This doesn't feel like a good idea. Heart of Court says, as someone who makes YouTube content, it does take absolutely forever and a huge amount of energy to make the content. I don't know how Lono does it. <laughs> I, I don't know how I do it either. <laughs> yeah, Creature does a lot. You guys don't understand. That entire shorts channel is Creature. That's him. I just record it and upload it. I'm just the I'm just the the monkey in the seat. Yo, Bob T with a membership. Thank you so much, Bob. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. When you guys become a paying member here, you get a badge, you get emotes, you get increased access in my Discord, and you can take part in live Q&A later in the show. I have a feeling Q&A is going to be a little wild today, so get ready. Um Mm-mm-mm. Not today. Not feeling like playing catch this evening. <laughs> uh, she doesn't fit the mob's agenda, and she's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
YouTube content is incredibly rewarding. Well, I like YouTube for a handful of reasons more than I like the other platform because I'm really intentional with my content. I have segments. I have planned things. I have a, I have a POV of like, okay, this is what I want to do. And over there, you just go live. Like that's it. Like that, that, that's all it really is. I was like, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I, I clicked on a stream over there the other night and I was trying to find their past broadcasts and I couldn't do it. I couldn't navigate the site well. It's like, I clicked on videos, and then I couldn't scroll, because I couldn't find the scroll bar. It's like, it's like invisible. So I'm using the arrow keys to scroll down, and then I found the up, their, their past broadcasts, and then I clicked view all, and I once again had to use the arrow keys. I was like, I, what is this? I love that when you come to my channel, I've got it all nice and organized. I've got playlists. I had my E3 coverage. I've got my shorts channel. I've got my gaming channel. I have my short videos. I have gameplay separated from SNTR Presents. Oh, I love it. I love the way that it looks. I love all those things about YouTube. Do you want to know what I do not like about YouTube? I have to do all this prep work the night before. There was something about purple that was just so simplistic. I'd pick a topic night before, I'd write a basic outline, and I'd click the go live button. That was it. (laughs) That's all I had to do. (laughs) You know? Now I'm making thumbnails, finding pictures, doing keyword research, typing up a description, scheduling the stream, making sure it's set right, making sure it's got the right time. Like, oh, you got to be like 18 times more intentional when you stream on YouTube. Yo, good morning, Snow. The only thing that I don't like about YouTube is that if you're not partnered, you don't make money to support your streams and chat interactions are bad. Bots seem to only work for partnered YouTubers. Bots? You can be no one and get discovered on YouTube. That is true. That's another reason to like YouTube is YouTube runs on recommendations. So if you're creating a great show, people will find you. Yesterday is a perfect example, okay? And this is why you should show up every day, okay? Because that's where the magic happens. Yesterday, we debated Elden Ring Easy Mode, and we met a ton of new people. That had never happened on the other platform. (laughs) I would have thrown myself in a talk show or podcast or IRL, and I would have been hanging out with, like, ear-licking hot tub streamers and it had been like, nobody would have found us. Nobody would have found us over there. I put myself in Elden Ring directory. Nobody would have found us. You see what I'm saying? Over here, we met a ton of people. We got like a 30-something percentage suggest rate. Why? We're putting on a great show, got a big audience, people showing up, and it just funnels people in. You know what I mean? We'd have never been able to do that over there. So, it's been hard, it's been challenging, but we're, we're on a path where we can do so many more things. And as long as you're putting on a great show, you know, you can get suggestions. Um, you need someone to proofread and edit the descriptions? Stares at the grammatical errors and capitalization mistakes? Don't do that, soul, because the descriptions are not there for you. <laughs> Don't do that. They're not there for you. There is an art that... There's an art... There's a there's a method to the madness, and I I I'll, I can explain it to you in mod chat. I'll explain it to you in mod chat. But there's a method to the madness. Ignore it. It's not supposed to be pretty. 
just trust the process trust the trust the 30 the 30 percent suggested ratios and the and the, the you know the five and ten percent YouTube search ratios there's a method to the madness why should destiny be worried about its dad all right all right well, let's let's get on topic here let's get on topic we need a poll we need a poll in chat all right let me get a poll going let me get a poll going um do you think Halo Infinite do you think Halo Infinite will pull players from Destiny PvP uh, in in a in a permanent way in a permanent way right is that how we want to say it do you think Halo Infinite will pull players from Destiny PvP in a permanent way yes or no maybe we should take out the word permanent um, how about in any way? Right? My D2 PvP friends play Apex. I think permanent makes it too narrow. Um, how about in any way? Let's just do that. Long term? Yeah, long term sounds better. Do you think Halo Infinite will pull players from Destiny PvP long term? That's, yeah, I like that. That's good. Long term. Long terms, two words. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Halo Infinite will pull players from Destiny PvP long term? Yes or no? Ask community. There you go. Do you think Halo Infinite will pull players from Destiny PvP long term? That's our poll. That's our debate. Let's get on topic. All right? Let's use that to get off all the other things we've been talking off. I want to I want to see what you guys think. And let me let me lay out. Let me get let me give you a glimpse into my talk. I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek, all right? All right. This first this first section is called Bungie doesn't care. <laughs> now, this is kind of a meme, right? People have been saying for years Bungie doesn't care, right? It's a bit of a meme that like Bungie is listening. Okay, I, I, I I'm not gonna sit here and defend them, but I actually think they do listen and I think they do care. But I don't think they care. I don't think they care about being Halo PvP. I don't think they care about that. So when you say Bungie doesn't care, you're right. I don't think they do. I don't think their long term plan includes having a crucible experience that is essentially Halo Arena style combat and this is exactly why Halo Infinite poses a threat to daily engaged crucible numbers in Destiny because so many people log in and play this trials every weekend iron banner or just daily crucible they log in and play and they have been waiting and pining for a Halo worth playing This is an aspect of the discussion. Another aspect of the discussion is Destiny's failures, okay? I I, I think Destiny's failures are an aspect here. We we, we cannot ignore the shortcomings and the mistakes and stasis and everything else, imbalance, and all... The the map design is so bad. Destiny 2 came in and had terrible map design... The, the, the PvP is still currently built on a really bad foundation because D2's PvP at launch was just so, so bad, okay? Their failures are a part of this. 
I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not being mean. I'm not taking cheap shots. I believe over the years there have been aspects of what they have done that have that you would consider to be failure. Right? And lastly, lastly, time for arena. I think that the runway lights could be lighting up for Halo because right now there really is not a good arena shooter available. It's all big. It's all huge. Fortnite, Apex, Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, Battlefield's coming out soon. It, there, there's, there's no arena. If you want more stripped down gameplay, okay, if you want more stripped down gameplay, do you know what you're going to get? You're going to get Valorant. You're going to get Overwatch. Like, if you want something that's smaller, you're going to be in a tactical shooter. You're going to be something that's not arena. And they have crappy 10-tick servers and peer-to-peer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a huge, huge aspect. That we talked about this the other day. Destiny does something to you when you play it. And then you go and you try and play other shooters <clears throat> and they just don't feel as good, right? They just don't feel as good, okay? Because the shooting in, in, in Destiny feels really, really good. But something else can happen. If you walk away from Destiny for a little while and you play a game like Valorant or you play a game that has good dedicated uh, good deddies, good dedicated servers and then you go back to peer-to-peer, it ain't gonna feel so good, right? It ain't gonna feel so good. So you have to understand that if people, for free, mind you, for it's 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 totally free. It's totally free to try out Halo Infinite. You don't even need Game Pass. Game Pass is needed for the campaign. The PvP is 100% free. So you can go try it out. You play Halo Infinite for a week on dedicated servers, and then you go back to Destiny? Uh, you're going to be having ghost bullets. You're going to be having trades. You're going to be having like melee hit registration bugs and glitches. You're going to be like, oh, God, I freaking hate this. Dedicated servers could potentially really change your palette against the way the Destiny's PvP feels. Because you're like, I just can't do this peer-to-peer thing, man. I can't do it. It's why no serious competitive streamers have ever taken the game serious for very long. Why? Because they're like, they're coming from Valorant, they're coming from games with deadies. They're not coming from games that run peer-to-peer. So they're like, well, I can't take this, man. I, I can't take this seriously. Two spot from Heart of Courts. Battlefield 4 servers are full. Yeah, I saw that. The hype around Battlefield 2042 made so many people boot up Battlefield 4, they had to increase server capacity for Battlefield 4. <laughs> That's how many people are excited for Battlefield 2042. Like, Battlefield 2042 will be a commercial success. My biggest concern about Battlefield is it's a full-price PvP game. What are you going to do when Season 2 rolls around and your numbers have dipped? You got a pretty big barrier of entry. I got to buy the PvP game when Warzone's free, Halo Infinite's free. All these games are all these games are free. Battlefield 2042 will be a commercial success. They have a huge and very, apparently, (laughs) very loyal fan base. So loyal that when they announce Battlefield 2042 and they show us gameplay, everyone's like, oh man, I'm jonesing for some Battlefield and they all boot up four. And they're like, oh shoot, we gotta (laughs) gotta, gotta increase server capacity for an old game. 
Destiny has trades because of the non-dedicated servers. Kills a lot of games. Battlefield is the first modern Battlefield in eight years. Yeah, yeah. They had to increase server capacity for Battlefield 4. That's crazy. Bleep says, I don't think players will abandon one for the other. I think we'll see a shift where Halo PvP is the more hardcore PvP players. Um... And the casuals will split time relatively equally. Now, if the community games in Halo, Gripball, Swat, Shoddy, Snipes are there, I can see Destiny PvP being deserted until Mayhem Scorched Weekends. I'm telling you right now. Dauntless says, I voted no, only because I don't have faith in Halo PvP. Would have to be completely different than what it's been for years, and the D2 PvP community still plays when they hate it. The reason I don't think the second half of what you're saying is accurate, Dauntless, is you can see a clear downward trajectory in PvP trends in Destiny. People have moved on. They have. Look at the numbers. Look at the trials numbers. Look at look look at look at how low the numbers get after a season drops in like how fast it happens now. It used to take so, if you go all the way back, so I'm really going to stretch my brain here on my on, on memory. Go all the way back to Shadowkeep. That entire season, Crucible numbers were healthy. The very next season, they removed some things and they fiddled with matchmaking, and it took two weeks for the Crucible numbers to cut in half. Half. That is how fragile Crucible loyalty is. It's fragile. It's like great in Shadowkeep. Very next season, they changed some things. I don't think there was a pursuit weapon and they fiddled with matchmaking and all of a sudden, numbers were terrible two weeks in. That's the pattern now. Seasoner expansion drops. Two weeks later, the Crucible is cut in half with respect to engagement. Trials numbers hit like last time I checked, like 200,000 for the weekend more people play Gambit in a day than plays Trial for an entire weekend. Like, it's, it's I'm telling you, there's been a continued downward trajectory for Crucible. Stasis certainly didn't help. You know, I'm telling you, I, I don't think the loyalty to PvP and Destiny is all that strong anymore. I think it was, I don't think it is anymore. It's gone through too many tectonic experiences. D1 to D2, Boom! Completely different game. 4v4, slow, awful, like, maps are super flat and linear. What is this? Lane, campy, team shot, Then, go fast update. Then, you're stronger now. Then, stasis. Then, stasis is getting nerfed. Is it nerfed enough? Then, exotics. Then, busted supers. Then, like, one-eyed mask. Like, I think they've had too many tectonic moments to retain an audience because the identity of that side of the game is just it's been all over the place for the past three years it has no identity anymore it, it's, it honestly just feels I said this yesterday it feels like a playground and this feels like it wants to be a sports field like they want to be taken seriously this is meant to be a, a, like a really big resurgence and renaissance for Halo and Destiny's PvP feels like a playground. It's just goofy. They just keep trying out new things and eventually people just get sick of it. Can you just acknowledge that Halo's only on PC and Xbox? Homie, that'll be maybe the saving grace for 
for for the, the the crucible engagement numbers because they have more players on Sony than any other platform. That is true. That is true. Destiny has more players on Sony than any other platform, and that can help them in this regard. But I got news for you. You start losing PC and Xbox players to Halo, I, and they're launching crossplay. You know, they did, they they had their crossplay beta or whatever. You're talking about matchmaking times taking longer, region lot like region mismatches, laggy games. Like that that has a compounding effect. People will play less when that kind of crap starts happening. The minute you lose a full funnel of players, there's all these other quality of life things that start to go down. There's all these other quality of life things that start to go down. Matchmaking takes longer. You get region mismatches. You get skill mismatches. And then those people that are still holding on are like, ah, this just is worse. It gets worse every week. I think the majority of Sony players only have Sony consoles. Yeah, and that'll be and that'll be a a, a, a reservoir of players that don't leave. Sure. Slightly off topic. Why do you think Warframe isn't very popular? It's actually pretty good. Did you ever check it out? The gameplay loop. It's not immersive. It feels like it feels like a I'm not knocking Warframe. I'm not knocking Warframe. Warframe feels like a mobile game with respect to the content loop, but it plays like a hardcore RPG internally. It doesn't. It's so hard to understand all those systems. There's no tutorial. There's no explanation. It's super in depth, and the combat loop and the animations and stuff. It feels like I'm playing a mobile game. So it's like, it's this weird dissonance juxtaposition of like mobile game experiential like combat loop and animations with the depth of an insane RPG. So huge barrier of entry, not that satisfying content loop. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a good mixture. It's just not a good mixture. <clears throat> that's the best explanation of Warframe I've ever heard. I mean that's 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 why I don't play it. I'm like it looks and feels like a mobile game and it has the depth of a freaking Marianas Trench RPG. Like what the frick is all this stuff? So people are like if your content loop was amazing and really satisfying and the animations and the combat felt dope, you know what people would do? They'd figure it out. And a lot of people have, a lot of people have. They have a core audience. But I'm not putting up with all that nonsense. The gameplay is not that great. It just isn't that great. It's Dece. It kind of feels like a mobile game. You know what I mean? Uh, I meant to say this. Are you looking uh, at the game entirely or Halo PvP versus Destiny PvP? It's like the poll question asks, do you think Halo Infinite will pull players from Destiny PvP long term? 400 people have voted. Get your votes in now. Most people are saying yes. I'm not saying permanently. I'm not saying that Destiny's in trouble or Bungie is in trouble. I'm saying, listen, long term, I think a lot of folks are going to be like, you know what? This is what I've been needing. This is what I've been looking for. I don't really feel like going back to Destiny's PvP. I got news for you. It's already happened for a lot of people who used to play Destiny PvP all of the time. Do you know what they're doing? They're playing Valorant. They're playing Apex. They're playing Warzone. Why? just feels better it's more fun it's fresh it's dedicated servers that's what their friends are playing and they may go back to destiny every once in a while but long term wise their engagement has trended downward if you don't think halo infinite's gonna land and do the same thing in potentially a much bigger way 
I don't know what game you're looking at. Did you see the gameplay of this thing? I, I, it, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. A lot of people will walk away. And they'll come back. But I'm telling you what. They play this for a couple of weeks. And they go back to peer-to-peer cheat, you know, cheat brigade nonsense. And they're like, frick this game. I saw people that don't even play on PC that were just like, the Crucible's a mess, I can't stand going back anymore. I saw casual tweets, I saw I saw forum posts, I saw Reddit posts that were just like, I just can't play PvP anymore, I just don't think it's very fun. It's a mess. Now again, negativity gets clicked, so I could be seeing a vocal minority, but then when I check the player base numbers, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. Creature says, we spent the last six years listening to the Destiny PvP community asking for Halo gameplay in Destiny without naming it. Now that Halo will be back in prime time, I think the Crucible will suffer. Halo isn't a looter shooter? Yeah, and that and that's fine, Head Killer, but this is something I've said for six years and Creature just echoed it. I have told people for six years in hot, spicy, back-and-forth debates... I'd be like, it sounds like you want to play Halo. Why don't you go play Halo? They can do that for free end of this year. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to change people's perception on just how unsatisfying or bad. I'm not saying that the Crucible objectively is unsatisfying or bad, okay? But, but their perception of it being unsatisfying or bad will potentially be significantly heightened by playing a new, fresh, tight, balanced, dedicated servers arena shooter. They're going to go back over there after a couple of days, a couple of hours, weeks, whatever, and I'm telling you, it's going to change their perception of Destiny's PvP experience. Undeniably, it will change their perception. Dude, go play Valorant for like a couple of weeks and get better and get good and play with your buddies and then go back to Destiny and talk to me about like bullet hit registration and trade kills and tick rate and peer-to-peer and cheaters. Do, do that and you'll start to see what I'm talking about. People that play Valorant, I've talked to some of them. They played Valorant and they got really good, they got really into it and they try to go back to Destiny's PvP and they're like, I can't freaking do it. It's just not even... It's just bad. Will this Halo have arena with card packs like Halo 5? I have no idea. They've not spoken to that. They're doing a season pass structure. Valorant's so slow. Sure, sure. I'm just telling you right now, there is a large portion of the audience in Destiny's Crucible. There's a large portion that have been pining for what Halo can offer. They've been pining for... An arena shooter that is that. An arena shooter. Destiny is arena shooter with like an asterisk next to it. And it's like, also includes space magic. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, they people have been waiting for a really good arena shooter. And a lot of those people play Destiny. And Destiny's like, hey, we're an arena shooter. And then the little asterisk. And then the guy at the end of the commercial is like, also includes space magic. And it's like... Yeah, so it's an arena shooter with all these other things going on. 
And that's part of what I think has made Destiny special over the years, because it has things you can't do anywhere else. I mean, I, the first time I saw a Nova Bomb, I was like, I want to play that game, right? So, you, you, you cannot deny, I don't think you can deny that over the last five or six years, there have been so many people in that daily player pool that are basically just settling, right? They're settling because it's like, well, there's not really anything else to play like this right now. D2's PvP audience has been begging for this. You can see by Bungie acknowledging how much players want PvP focused on gunplay just a few weeks ago. Just a few weeks ago, or back when I was still covering the game, they said, we're analyzing the presence of, um, you know, abilities versus gun kills. They were looking at that. Why? Because people were like, nobody's even getting kills with guns anymore. It's it's a stasis, you know, it's a stasis thing. Eurogamer is quoting 343 on June the 25th. We want players having fun in Halo, not grinding it like it's a job. A shot's fired. <laughs> a shot's fired right there. Come on. Come on. <laughs> We want people having fun in Halo, not grinding like it's their job. (laughs) Oh, man. I wonder, I wonder what we're supposed to think when we read that. Like, who could they possibly be referring to when they grind, grind like it's a job? Lord of Time says, half the fun in Destiny PvP is trying new guns and roles. I think Halo will get very old very quick for the Destiny PvP community. I use Destiny 2 Vanilla as an example of how boring things get when you use the same guns over and over again. Lord of Time, you know that I can prove what you just said wrong with facts, right? You have to know where I'm going with this. You can see that what you just said is not true for the majority of the crucible when you look at gun trends percentage of usage metas and percentage of kills what you just said is simply not true that's not how people play destiny's pvp like and you also have to consider that the large portion of the community that really influences the metas and the and the kill percentages it, those are the people who play the most They're the ones who play the most. They're the ones who influence Trials trends and the Trials percentage of kills weapons. And guess what? They're the exact type of player that's going to play Halo. They are the type of player that's going to come and play Halo because they find the best weapon and they use the best weapon. And that's it. Like, that's it. That's their gun. Why do you think sunsetting was such a problem? Sunsetting was a problem in Destiny because people are like, this is my gun. I don't want to use anything else. Don't you dare take Not Forgotten from me. Don't you dare take, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is. Don't you dare take this from me. Yo, what's good, Atwood? I'm telling you right now, if you look at the trends, and, and that and that in and of itself is almost like a scientific proof that there are lots of people who play Destiny, Right? Who play Destiny and play it like it's Halo. (laughs) They play it like it's Halo. Find the best weapons, and that's all you run with. 
What I love about Halo is I don't have to grind for god rolls and guns just to get to the starting line. I can just play. Right. I want you to think of how approachable this is. Just think of how approachable this sounds. Hey guys, this Friday night, let's all get together and go play some CTF. And you're like, oh sweet, okay cool. What do you have to do to do that? What do you have to do to get ready to go play CTF with the boys? What do you gotta do? Install the game. That's it. That's all you have to do. You don't have to make sure you have the right build, right kit. You don't have to worry about bounties. You don't have to worry about your season pass. You just boot up and play with the boys. Yeah, it's weird it wouldn't let you mention me. Murph Dog says, Destiny 2, asterisk, includes cheaters, grumbling player, crumbling player numbers, bad RNG protection, crappy leveling mechanics, unused exotics, OP exotics, salt rage, high fructose corn syrup, and pointless currencies. <laughs> you don't understand the portion of a PvP audience who want to go play Halo if you think they're tired of using the battle rifle. That's right. I want to sell my day one very stacked D2 account. I just can't get into it anymore no matter how hard I try. You think it's worth anything? I have no idea. Or isn't it against their TOS to sell your account? So I don't I don't think you're I don't think you're supposed to or you're not allowed to do that or whatever. Um yeah. Officially permaban from TikTok? Snow, I don't understand. I mean, it was it was a nice video, but it wasn't anything outside of the realm of what is on TikTok. I don't get it. You didn't name them, you didn't target them, you didn't at them, you didn't say anything. You just, you know, you you it, it, you made a video. Like that's all it was. Like I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. I I don't know. It seems like they're 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 trigger happy over there if they're going to ban you for basically saying I received a message that was rude and here's my response and it's like, you know, really hot. I don't understand how that gets you permaban from TikTok. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it was just some it was just some bobs. Like that's all it was. I don't I don't understand. That's half of what that platform is. It's bouncing bobs. Like I don't get it. <clears throat> if you have a bunch of rare old emblem shaders and guns, then maybe. Yeah. Crucible's done nothing but water down the entire Destiny experience. I hope Halo's amazing. Maybe then Bungie can make some stuff, some can make some cool stuff without nerfing it a month later. <clears throat> uh I came from Halo, playing it now. Destiny gunplay is just too good. I'll play I'll play Halo Infinite, but I don't think it'll affect Destiny long term. I don't know. I I I think I think it will affect I think it will affect the the crucible numbers long term. I do. Here's something you have to understand about the player base numbers in a game like that, Lord of Time. There is a natural degradation of player saturation every time do you remember when we were debating outriders and i had people insisting that a month in right um a month in there'd still be tons of people playing outriders and i said no i said the player base numbers will be incredibly low after a month why 
They weren't building a live service game, and that was about as much time as it would take for most people to get their fill, right? Well, the same thing happens in a game like Destiny. Now, you have to think of it like this. You have to think of it in small circles and big circles, right? There are small circles of degradation, and the small circles of degradation have elasticity. People come in, play the new content, leave, come back. People come in, play the new content, they get their fill, they leave, and they come back. So that's a small circle of degradation. They're in, they're out, they're in, they're out. I think there are larger circles of degradation where they come in and their breaks get longer and longer and longer, or their interest gets weaker and weaker and weaker. When you get into year seven, eight, and nine of a franchise like that, you are going to struggle to maintain players for a handful of reasons. Franchise fatigue. You didn't actually launch a new game. You basically essentially gutted your core game, Sunset Planet, Sunset Weapons, whatever you want to call that era. The era of, of, of drastic surgery on the game. And now it's expansions and seasons. So those circles of people out there on the further ends where their interest is waning, their engagement is waning, that's always happening. I don't care who you are, I don't care how good your game is, you will always have people slowly but surely falling off with respect to engagement. It's one of the biggest challenges of long-standing games is maintaining players. We used to debate that all the time when people would be like, it's a dead game. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? This game has been out for five or six years and they net, they, they have d- a daily engaged player base of like a million players. Do you have any idea how many games would kill for those numbers? Come on. This is, this game is fine, right? And to that point, I don't think they're in any danger. Like Halo Infinite is going to just completely siphon off the player base, but you have to understand something. Crucible numbers, as I've tracked them, for five and six years they are the most volatile they're the most fragile it's like bunch of people playing bunch of people not playing bunch of people playing bunch of people not playing it doesn't take much for those numbers to go way down really fast why were they so strong in shadow keep and then in the seasons and expansions that have followed they haven't been why because it's delicate those engagement numbers are super delicate. You can predict and almost guarantee engagement curves in PvE. Why? Season pass, bounties, weapons, god roll chases, trickling out the content, exotic quests. They can use the calendar to manipulate, not in a sinister way, they can manipulate player-based trends and know, here's the curve of engagement in PvE. You can't do that in PvP. PvP is always like, whoop, really high, boom, come crashing down. And for a while there, it would go up and it'd be like, kind of like up and down, up and down, up and down on its downward trajectory. It's more, it seems more volatile and more fragile now than it's ever been. And I said this after Shadowkeep. I said this after Beyond Light. I'm not saying anything new. I'm not taking cheap shots at that game or Bungie. I'm not. I said these things back then. That player pool has always been the quickest to become disloyal. Like that. They're like, I'm not playing. I'm sick of it. I'm bored. There's nothing to do. And the player base numbers show it. And Halo's going to walk in the room and say, hey... 
to the remaining people that have been loyal to that game, to the hardcore crew, the competitive crew, the people that still run trials every weekend, why don't you come over here and take a look at this? Why don't you come over here and take a take, take a look at this? Try this game out for free. And people are going to come over, and I'm telling you, long term, I think the poll results are right. I think long term, there will be people that are like, yeah, dude, I barely play Destiny's PvP now. I just does, It just doesn't feel as good. So what you're saying is, is De- while Destiny is a PvE game, PvP used to artificially inflate the numbers? I don't know if I'm going to say artificially inflate, because I do believe, at least, especially in Destiny 1, especially in Destiny 1, there was a lot of very loyal PvP fans. Trials of Osiris was a huge hit in Destiny 1. I don't think it artificially inflated the numbers. I don't even think it artificially inflates the numbers now. I think there's a portion of people that just love that game and they want to boot up and play. Uh, they love Mayhem, they love Scorch, they love, you know, they love Trials. There's people that are just going to keep on playing, right? Eugene says, of course, long term, people will be gone, but it's not a bad thing for Destiny. Almost 600 people have voted on the poll. If you want to talk in my chat, you need to be a subscriber, all right? Not a lot of new subs this morning. Most of you are probably returning viewers. Welcome back. Welcome home. I get you not being here when I don't cover Destiny, but I'm here to tell you, we miss having you around. You should come back. We had a great debate yesterday about Elden Ring, and you missed it. You missed out on the fireworks. We're doing the same show, SNTR Presents Monday through Friday, with Q&A. We brought back Q&A for paying members. You should be here. We cover lots of different gaming news and topics. Even if you're like, I don't care about Elden Ring, you still missed a classic debate between the live chat and each other and me. It was a really, really good time. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure your bell button's set to all so you're here Monday through Friday. It really is good. We've also brought back gameplay. We do gameplay in the afternoons here. I'm checking out Scarlet Nexus this afternoon. Weezy says there's a lot of people who think they want Halo until they get ran by some 15-year-old in Infinite because of how high the TTK is, assuming TTK is close to Halo 5. You can actually <clears throat> analyze the TTK pretty closely in the in the video, Weezy, because they show somebody practicing against, like, there's, like, an area you can go to practice, and there's, like, bots running across, and you can see the TTK of the battle rifle. It isn't, it isn't that fast, actually. A lot of people watched it and felt like the TTK was a little slow. I thought the TTK felt like Halo, personally. I didn't think it was too fast or too slow. It was like, no, that's Halo. That's that's about what it should feel like. <clears throat> I don't watch your content for Destiny. I appreciate people who, who, who hang out no matter what. There are a lot of people in the audience right now who probably haven't been here in weeks or months because they're like, if he's not covering Destiny, I'm not going to tune in. I'm here to tell you, the show is better for it and you're missing out. You should just be here. You should be hitting subscribe, set your bell button to all, and just start showing up. Consider clicking the join button or use the join command and you can jump in Q&A shortly when we start doing it. You know what I mean? I've been playing the Master Chief Collection. Trust me, I want Halo. I'm ready to put Destiny down. Destiny will be my build crafting PvP game. Halo will be my consistent fun PvP with friends. TTK can be lower in some game modes. I only play SWAT. A headshot is a headshot. I like that TTK. Right, right. Would a slower TTK benefit old man hands? <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Poll results are showing us over 600 votes. 
74% of the audience saying yes, Halo Infinite will pull players from Destiny PvP long term, 26% saying no. If you voted in the poll, we want to hear from you. Why'd you vote no or yes? Continue to chime in. I especially want to hear the people who think no, Halo Infinite will not pull players from Destiny PvP long term. I'm actually pretty interested in that. I'm more interested in the people that are saying no than the people that are saying yes. I actually think that's a little bit more interesting uh, in the grand scheme of things. Because I do think um, some folks are underestimating the power uh, the power of Halo. Halo is, uh, you know, Halo, <laughs> Halo has pull, you know, Halo has pull. And something you got to consider is Halo 5 really set up Halo Infinite to deliver. Halo 5 was so not good that Halo Infinite honestly is is on more people's radar and I think more people are paying attention because of how bad Halo 5 was. Does that make sense? It's like a wound and a vacancy that could be filled. Like, man, you guys really screwed up the last one. My worries with such topics, it's always possible outcry to deny games have been the destiny killer over the years and people who believe that are rightfully... Uh, had their butt kicked. I don't think Infinite's trying to kill Destiny. I think they're trying to make a great Halo. I don't see anything in their overview video Legion that tells me they're trying to they're they're coming for they're coming for Destiny's head. I don't think so. Hi TTK means you can run around with your friends and team shoot. Some people will like that. Some people won't. Uh, I almost said no, says Soldier, because the space magic and the unique loadouts. Doesn't matter what the TTK is, I'm still going to run people over, says Wheeze. No, because Bungie will realize there's competition. I love Halo since Halo 2, but Destiny PvP is just unique in and of itself. Both sandboxes feel different and good in their own way. I voted no, says the Italian. People might jump over to Halo at first, but Destiny is like a toxic relationship. People always come back to it, hoping it will change for the better. Here's where I think you're wrong, Italian, and you wouldn't have been wrong a year ago. A year or two ago, I would have been saying almost exactly what you just said. People always come back. The reason I don't, I'm not saying that and the reason I'm not agreeing with you is the numbers don't lie. People aren't coming back. Crucible numbers continually trend down. Their peaks are lower and their valleys are deeper. I, 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 I don't agree with that statement anymore. A year ago, I would have agreed with you. A year ago, I'd have been like, yep, yep, people always come back. But now, no, the numbers don't lie, dude. They don't lie. The trends are down. Noticeably, like, measurably down for Crucible specifically. This is not about, this is not a hit piece on, on Destiny. This is, the Crucible has had decreased engagement for a while now. You know, and and Halo Infinite is gonna is gonna add to that. Is I think it's gonna add to that trend. I do. People need to stop uh, acting like Halo won't have cheaters, and that's from someone excited to play it. Every PvP game on PC has cheaters. Uh, only one with minimal cheaters is Valorant. You know, that's my question mark, Wheeze. That's my question mark about Halo Infinite. Is what kind of what kind of uh, what kind of anti-cheat or protections are they going to have in place? You know, what kind? No way to really know. You know, 
no way to really know they're not saying now they said they're doing something with the slipstream engine to make it harder for people to cheat and if they have deadies that makes it significantly easier to detect and stop cheating I mean Destiny can't do that Destiny can't see you what you're doing client side dedicated servers will be able to do that right they'll be able to measure behavior but their commentary on the cheating had me a little worried I was like I don't know I don't know. It didn't. It did not sound like they were gonna go for like like a hardcore Valor and anti cheat. Like people are legit worried because Halo Infinite has free multiplayer because we all know the cheaters are coming. Battlefield is going to be cheater free for a bit. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, five spot from Vex Four. Quick Destiny Four Guilty Gear Strive. I don't know what you're me. I don't know what you're saying. Cheating could destroy Halo, but it's already hurting Destiny real bad. What's hurting Call of Duty Warzone? You know? Dedicated servers don't mean crap. The problem Rainbow Six and Overwatch and CSGO have had for years. Sure, and Call of Duty Warzone has deadies, and they've banned over 500,000 accounts to date. Like, that's a lot of freaking people getting banned. That's a lot of bans, dude. (laughs) You know what I mean? Been playing a ton of Halo 4 and no cheaters so far. They use easy anti-cheat. Well, I mean, you're you're you're, you're playing an older game that costs money, so I mean that, that's you're going to have less likelihood of running into them. Vexler says, "I said no because of some recent news from Bungie Sandbox devs. Again, I can only go off of what they've told people. If they don't deliver with the expectations they've set, then yes." Do you want to know what's going to happen when they deliver on what they've said, Vexler? There, there is going to be people on the other side of the fence that don't like everything that's happening. Right? There are people who probably love Stasis and hated to see it nerfed. There are people who love the space magic and the power and things that are broken. They love it and when it gets nerfed they get angry. Trust me, I debated with them for five years. I, I, I got I got hate when I called for nerfs every time. So even if the sandbox team this is where the game is always stuck. It's always stuck in that in, in, in between that rock and that hard spot of the game has two identities. It has two identities. 10 offhand reasons why Destiny will see a long-term effect of Halo Infinite free-to-play go. I can only think of three. Um, Arena shooter vacancy, free-to-play, similarities between the genres, dedicated servers, um, set weapons, uh, the nostalgia of Halo. The nostalgia of Halo is very, very strong. Um... Let me think. What else? The the balancing debates in 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 Destiny, the declining crucible numbers in Destiny, uh, season pass differences, and the lack of need to grind and get loot. Like you know what I'm saying? They definitely ain't going uh, to Halo. They need easy mode, and Halo ain't gonna give it to them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Less bounties, right? Why do you think cheesy loadouts are so popular? People like feeling OP. That's exactly right. 
Harry says, when I was a Destiny PvP player, I was never, it was never the space magic and the abilities that were the most annoying. It was always guns and exotics being broken. And this was before stasis. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, Harry, Harry is somebody who's consistently gone over to other games and, and has not just been able to come back to Destiny's PvP uh, and enjoy it. I think he play like Valorant, almost, you know, mostly now. And the last, <clears throat> the last time we spoke. This conversation is talking about, will Destiny's Crucible suffer from Halo PvP experience? It sounds to me like the people who would leave Destiny are the ones who don't love magic. Or, or, they don't like what Harry just said. They don't like the imbalance. They don't like the weapons that get busted, the weapons that are silly. Destiny is supposed to be broken crap versus broken crap. The strive to balance is the problem, and it's because of the Halo core, says Eugene. There are two kinds of people. People that hate stasis and monsters. Destiny is talking about nerfing special weapons and abilities. If they kill the power identity, then Halo will look even more appealing. Right. I've told people for a really long time it's funny because I've said two things about Destiny. I've said two things. I've said, it sounds like you want to go play Halo. You should go play Halo. And number two, I've always said, if you try and turn Destiny into Halo, it won't work. It won't work. You're going to gut the identity of the game, and the game's not built for it. The game's not built for it. I have not checked my email. Hopefully nobody ordered coffee. I I have not checked it. It's been a while, because somebody was using the coffee command earlier. So if you ordered coffee and I did not announce it, I apologize. I'm checking right now. Okay, cool. Good. It's like, I feel bad when that doesn't happen. I'm definitely looking for something refreshing and new gen like that. Destiny 2... It's not Destiny 1. Hey, I just saw somebody subscribe. Thanks for subscribing to the channel. Subscribing is free, and it's how you can talk in my chat. After you click subscribe, you can start talking about one minute after that. No, Dark Roast is in process. We'll have that early July. And then we'll have the Light Roast re-up early July as well. Chronic Spin Dash with a $2 tip says, Remember Reach. I do remember Reach. There it is. There's one. Of, there's the new sub. Muhammad, hi. How are you? Welcome. Almost 800 people and only 520 likes. Pump those numbers up, says AC War. AC War is asking you guys to smash the like button. There's so much I could say about why Destiny PvP will never be good, but 200 characters is nowhere near enough. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's related to this section of my talk that I haven't done yet. Bungie doesn't care, right? It's a meme to be like, Bungie's listening, or be like, Bungie doesn't care. Ultimately, I think you're right. They don't care. They don't want to be a competitive gun-based PvP game. They don't. That's not what they want. They're not trying to be that. With a few PvP games dropping, I do see D- D2 PvP losing a chunk of its player base. Plus, D2 not having new maps is a huge deal for the PvP-only guys. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything will ever be a Destiny killer. I don't. But I think Halo Infinite is going to pull players from C- Crucible. And I think Crucible engagement numbers are already hurting. It's not about like... I don't do this. I've never done this, and I'm certainly not doing it today. 
I want to buy coffee, but the do- uh, but the dollar got a rise in my country frontier is close. Oh, that sucks. Morning, Lono. Uh, the issue with Destiny PvP is that Bungie turned off skill-based matchmaking and turned on connection-based matchmaking. And the word of the streamers and co- at the word of the streamers and content creators, Infinite will take players away. There's a good parallel I can draw between PvP mindset and a looter-like division in Destiny, and why PvP and division work so much better. Really interesting. Destiny's gunplay is some of the best in the industry, and it's hard to walk away. Says RT Mayday. I agree with you, RT. I agree with you, but do you want to know one of the reasons the gunplay won't save people who walk away and play a game like Halo Infinite? This is what's not. This is this is what's not gonna. It's not gonna help. Okay, is the dedicated servers? Dedicated servers will completely change people's minds. You know what I mean? Um. Hang on. Um. Um. Hang on. I'd rather make less money, I am, and stream to lower numbers, I am, than compromise and cover a game that unjustly banned me or break the rules and ban evade. There you go. <clears throat> the problem is the joint nature of PvE and PvP. PvP players that like PvE will always come back, even if the, a good FPS puts them away. I wouldn't be surprised if Bungie drops a whole load of maps around the time of Halo's release. They ain't dummies. Oh, if it, it, like, do you think their, you think their beta test of crossplay is a coincidence? You think their beta testing crossplay is a total coincidence right now? No, they're they are trying to fix a player funnel that's shrinking. <laughs> they're trying to give people a reason to come back. You know what I mean? Remember Reach is a lore callback for Halo? It's what the UNSC said after the Covenant took Reach was a major human planet. Oh, sorry. I'm 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 not a I'm not a huge Halo guy, so I didn't catch the re- I didn't catch the reference. Sorry. Um <clears throat> I said it on Twitter when Halo's PvP was showcased that if it's as good as people are hoping, Destiny's PvP should be worried. What did Harry say? It's hard to compare Destiny with games that aren't looter because people get attached to their builds and loot and they cry if anything happens to it no matter how broken or OP it is. I don't think their lack of effort on the PvP side of the game is a coincidence either, says Creature. Yeah, I mean, it could start to make sense as to why as to why they would they would do it. The You know what I'm saying? Um... <clears throat> I, it might make sense. Like, in two years, if the Crucible is just not really a big factor anymore and not really a big focus, I don't know. That might have been like a, 
Listen, eventually someone's gonna take eventually someone's gonna take this crown from us. It's only a matter of time. Like, you'd be delusional to think you're gonna be the arena shooter kings for forever. Like, do you know what I'm saying? You'd be delusional to think you can hold that crown for forever. Right now, they're still holding the crown. There's not an arena game, there's not an arena shooter you can play right now that pulls better numbers than Destiny. There isn't. Okay? They can't hold that crown for forever. And maybe they're like, it's okay if we don't focus a lot of attention here and don't make a lot of new maps and and don't really innovate. And renewed focus, you know, was a restructuring of the hoppers, you know? Bungie isn't a crown bearer? For arena shooters, they are. There's not an arena shooter you can play right now with a player base engaged, with a daily engaged player base uh, the, uh, the size of Destiny's. No way. There's nothing out there right now that pulls the numbers they pull if it's an arena shooter. Valorant does by far. Valorant's not an arena shooter. It's a tactical shooter. Gigantic difference between the two. Ashen with a five spot. People keep mentioning gunplay, but why does nobody mention the fact that you need to grind and get meta guns to compete, specifically when nerfs come? And that is exactly why this funnel is going to have a continual problem. Ashen just really, really added to what I was trying to paint earlier. Once your funnel starts to lose players, you got to fill it with new players. And that's getting harder and harder for people to do because there's a bunch of barriers of entry. We've talked about this for a really long time. We've always said established franchises have a really hard time getting new people in the door. Why? Go play a PvP game right now that you haven't played ever before. <clears throat> you know, go, go try and play Gears of War PvP. An, an average player is going to run circles around you. Same thing happens in Destiny, right? An average player is just going to make light work of a brand new player. You add into that the need for loot, meta loot, good loot, whatever. Add into that power advantages. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're making it really, really hard to refill the funnel what you've lost we've been doing that as a business okay we get new subs because we're covering new topics new games new content and we lose subs because i'm no longer covering destiny okay and we finally started to have more new people put in the top and less people coming out the bottom we have stabilized okay the challenge for destiny is going to be you can't stop people from leaving Eventually, you are going to be on a downward trajectory of player engagement, especially how long the game's been out. And I think they've made it really, really hard for new people to jump in. PvP specifically. They've been better. It's way better. If you're a brand new Destiny player, the player acquisition and the player onboarding is significantly better for PvE, but it's not very good for PvP. Not at all. The only reason I question Destiny having the crown is what percentage of the player base is playing for XP and loot given the choice would they spend their two hours of gaming in the crucible well and and bounties and in yeah there's a lot of things that go into why people log in and play crucible every day and a lot of it is like well i'm doing the bounties or i'm trying to get this done or i'm trying to get that done you know that that is uh yeah the poll was in the chat that's awesome yeah that's a brand new feature youtube brought and we now use it every single day 775 votes uh, 71% saying yes Halo Infinite will pull players from Destiny PvP long term 
you think they could be shifting their PvP focus to matter? Something like, if you want Bungie PvP, then play our new game matter? I mean, maybe. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Today I learned grinding for loot and a looter is a problem. Wheezy, it's a problem for new players who have their sights set on PvP in the arena. It's not a problem for Destiny. It's a problem for new players who are like, man, I want to go play some PvP. You know what Halo Infinite does to you if you want to play PvP? They charge you zero dollars and you just install it and play with the boys. That's it. That's all you gotta do. That's that's huge. That, I think that's huge. That's a, that's a huge difference. Like, oh man, that sounds like a blast. You know what I mean? Life is great with a $5 tip through Super Chat. You think Bungie will do away with PvP in the future? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's too core to the game. It's too core. I thought for a long time they were getting ready to get rid of it, but they didn't. But the player numbers continue to go in a direction where it's like, is this really worth your time and trouble? Is it? Is this really worth your time and trouble? You know? The balancing, the tweaking, the nerfing. Is it? Is it really worth it? Couldn't you do some just insanely cool crazy things if you didn't have to worry about crucible I think you could now I'm not advocating for it I'm not advocating for it because there's still there's still a core part of the player base that plays that that plays it every day you know it's a core it's a core aspect of the player base the parallel I was going to draw earlier is tied to loot acquisition. After a big patch to the meta, division gives you loot of small increases to build your one stat at a time till you have it. Um, I would love to know why so many people play exactly three games of Crucible a week. <laughs> Zubair. Uh, rocket launchers are your god rolls in Halo. Yeah. Harry says, whilst Destiny makes you grind 50 hours for one item to make or break you, making people so attached to that one piece that they cry when it's nerfed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think that's well put. The strain to get the good gun is really long, and then by the time you get it, I mean, it could get nerfed. Wheezy says, they wouldn't uh, but they wouldn't, as they completely nerf PvE stuff. That's true. That's true. Usually those are bugs, though. Everyone thinks PvP is gone. PvP will turn into Borderlands 2. But Bungie has shown time and time again that they don't want, uh, they don't and won't do that. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I don't want to sit here and put on airs, because that was something that me and Wheezy were always in agreement on. That PvP gets a bum rap. Like, PvP is not the primary driver of nerfs. The primary driver of nerfs is a lack of oversight, bugs, and them being like, this is a little too strong. (laughs) Double primary was also a primary driver of nerfs because they had all this stuff that they did for the Go Fast update. And whenever, you know, whenever they did the Go Fast update and they shifted everything around, well, when they shifted everything around with respect to uh, not being double primary, the minute they shifted away from double primary, they had so many problems that were that were still underneath the surface with respect to the game running and feeling good. You know what I mean? You're an idiot if you think that. Sorry, not sorry. Bungie wants PBE to be completely brain dead. Yeah, their vision for power in 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 PVE, I actually think is primarily related to the engine, Wheezy. 
I think that the I think that the engine holds the game back. This is why something as simple as frame rate differences can cause issues with weapons and their damage output. Um, you know what I mean? I I think that I think it's a consistent a consistent challenge um, that they have. Um, um, okay, sorry, I was getting an update from my mom on something. You know. I think the engine I think the engine plays a pretty pl- plays a plays a pretty big role. Are you serious? Is that is that is that on purpose? Oh my gosh. Or did is this a mm, 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 mm. Uh, I'm doing I'm just I'm just confirming something. Hang on one second. Uh, let me look at chat. That's not what I'm saying, says Wheezy. People are acting like if you remove PvE, Bungie is going to turn the power up to 12. They won't. They have shown that they want to rein in the PvE power every time. Um, title keeps changing again I don't understand I had that problem before like I would go to save something and it wouldn't save on on YouTube I don't get that that is so weird it only happens to you now it used to happen to me all the time like I would change a I would change a thumbnail I would change a title or something and it wouldn't save that happened to me it was like that was last summer I think Engine is the reason I wish for D3 with uh, with a few years between, but I imagine it'd be an issue financially. It might be the push Bungie needs to renew PvP. Are they using the same engine from Halo? It's an updated version of the Tiger engine, which is what Halo was originally built in. Halo Infinite is being built in the Slipstream engine, which is an entirely, as far as I understand it from their commentary... The Slipstream engine is an entirely new engine built specifically for Halo. Um, They need to stop listening to the same 10 streamers and actually listen to the wider community. Sadly, they're not focusing on a League of Legends style game and that's going to epically blow up uh, in their face. I have always found the idea and the sentiment that they only listen to streamers to be inaccurate I, I don't think that that's accurate I really really don't um obviously um they I, I do think I do think they have an unhealthy interchange with streamers especially in the background there were some things that happened over the years that I just I, obviously I was on the receiving end of some of this that I think is very unhealthy and sinister and, and awful but I don't necessarily think the developers and the vision casting and the marching orders for changes, I don't think they're doing They're like, well, the streamers said this, we better do it. Right? I, I think they have a very unhealthy relationship with the community and with streamers. I think it's incredibly unhealthy. I don't think any other game does what they do. I really, really don't. Um, both the way they communicate with the community um, how they handled my situation. I think they have a very unhealthy relationship with streamers and the public, but 
I don't think they're making development level changes because like a couple of streamers said something. Why do they invite the same 10 streamers to the, the to the summit every year? I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not going to comment on why they always bring out the same people, homie. You, you, yeah. Pull on that. Don't pull on that thread of that curtain too hard, dude. Like, I, I don't. I'm not going back down that road and talking about that anymore. I'm not. Well, you, you, there's a there's a pattern. There's a pattern, and you can look at what everything that happened with me. You can look at what happened with false copyright claims, deleted videos. You know, people mentioning corporate attorneys and all kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not commenting on that. <clears throat> the last patch of the justice things for PvP broke stasis for PvE. Well, sure, 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 sure. You have to understand what Weezy is saying, though. Like, Weezy is correct when he says they consistently rein things in because they're too strong in PvE. You know what I'm saying? They, they consistently nerf stuff that's too strong in PvE. It's true. It's 100% true. It's 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 not a, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, man. If they got rid of PvP, we could have insane weapons and nuke bosses. No, you couldn't. They don't want you doing that now. Every time people figure, every time people figure out a crazy, crazy strategy or something broken or OP, every time one of your... One of your big streamers puts out a clip. They're like, oh, frick, we got to nerf that. That happens all the time. I'm tired of dealing uh, with this for seven odd years. Uh, I'm not going to engage with that narrative. Find someone else. What did he say? You don't think it's true? What did he say? Hang on a second. I'm scrolling back up. Uh, Using your logic, you can say anything is competitive. Power Watch Simulator is competitive. Um, I'm not sure what he's driving at. You're exaggerating. Over-exaggerating is not a word, I don't think. Uh, But I'm still waiting for you to answer the question. What happened with Stasis? Did it not get nerfed in PvE because of PvP? Be rationale. Like, Leon, Leonu, you're you're not understanding what he's saying. You're not understanding what he's saying. Right? He's saying that a lot of the nerfs have nothing to do with PvP. He didn't say none of the nerfs. That would be stupid, and he's not stupid. He's not saying that none of the nerfs had anything to do with PvP. He's saying, look at the pattern. They've nerfed a ton of things because of PvE. They've nerfed a ton of things because of PvE. The history is actually, it's a pretty 50-50 split between the two sides. A lot of the nerfs, especially in Destiny 2, after Shadowkeep, a lot of the nerfs had nothing to do with PvP. It was because bosses were getting melted, or guns were doing too much damage. Grenade launcher nerf is just one example off the top of my head that I can think of that had nothing to do with PvP. Whisper of the Worm. Skull of the Dire, well, yeah, Skull. Skull was, yep, Orpheus Riggs, yep, Phoenix Protocol, Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Halo 5 issue, Lono, was it was overly esports focused. Halo 5 to this day is still overly competitive and it's hard to jump in and play a few games just for fun. Right, right, right. Grenade launcher nerf? Yeah. Machine gun nerf. They nerfed grenade launchers a while back. Remember when heavy 
It was aggressive frame grenade launchers with spike grenades were just brain dead strong, and they changed the archetype. Right? They changed the archetype of the grenade launchers because they were too strong. Aggressive grenade launchers are gone. They got rid of them. They complain about King's Fall and how you only ever died to mechanics. Then they want PvE experience to be that of a practice range where they can't die. <laughs> yeah, stand in a well of radiance and just unload your weapons on a boss that stands there like a punching doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nerfs towards stasis are also intentionally affecting PvE. Bungie said it's too strong. Yeah, it cuts both ways. Rockets, grenade launchers, swords, all PvE-driven nerfs. Yeah, I forgot about swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was responding when he said, yeah, yeah, every time PvE is nerfed, it's because of PvP. Yes, I get all of PvP's fault. Uh, We also... Kill your dog, kidnap your family. All PvP players in PvP fall. Right, but everybody everybody has trotted out that argument, Leonu, and every time we show the opposite, you won't give any ground. You gotta acknowledge the fact that Wheezy is correct. It is not PvP's fault. He is pushing back against the notion that, well, if you removed PvP, all of a sudden, everything could get crazy. No, that's not true. Because right now, 50% of the nerfs are motivated by things are too strong in PvE. That philosophy wouldn't go away just because you nuke PvP from orbit. If you nuked PvP from orbit right now, there is still a philosophy at Bungie that weapons that are insanely strong need to be reined in. There is still a lack of foresight and a, a certain level of of incompetence when it comes to potential damage strategies like they're not as smart as some of these streamers apparently because they're like oh we never thought you would do that or do that or try that or fix this it's like what in the frick did you guys test any of this stuff out and then they have to nerf stuff it's like they never considered you know some of these weapons I guess I, I don't know who's talking to who but a lot of the PvE nerfs are driven by a philosophy that whoops that's too strong. Whoops, that's melting a boss. Whoops, that's completely invalidating an entire game mode. Not all nerfs are PvP boat, PvP based. Plenty are though, and there's 100% design philosophies that are hamstrung by PvP balance. Now that is true. That is true. There are elements of the game that are held back by PvP. But it wouldn't, as Wheezy said, it wouldn't turn into Borderlands just because you get rid of PvP. Right? Yeah. Luke Smith said we should have never brought back Whisper. We just shouldn't have done it. <laughs> it's too strong. It's an insanely strong weapon that doesn't run out of ammo if used properly. Like that... <laughs> Come on. Like, we shouldn't have brought this back. But they brought it back at a time where they were trying to get the game into a better position and make it more interesting and you know, and, it, it, and they brought back a weapon that they probably shouldn't. To be fair, they make the game, uh, they make the games for a living, and streamers play and tear the game for a living. Streamers have so much more time to test than Bungie does. What? What are you talking? What are you talking about? They have an entire department that that's all their job is. <gasps> Excuse me, that's their job. That's their job. Keep blaming PvP players in PvP. Nothing I say will change your mind. Uh, Wheezy's wound up. 
you got you know you walk walk you got walk walk back a little bit. <laughs> you got walk that back a little bit, Weez. <clears throat> Can't forget Luna faction. Yeah, that nerf too. The only reason I wouldn't uh, it wouldn't turn into Borderlands is because their lack of skill and experience to do so. The nerfs come because they can't balance otherwise. Um, what about Sleeper? So Sleeper is in a really, really unique position, right? Sleeper's in a really unique position. Sleeper was initially nerfed because of Gambit and Aim Assist. And then it was nerfed on reflective damage because of a particular boss. And so it's just stuck. I don't think they know what to do with it. As soon as there's a good PvE DPS meta that takes some of the level of effort and skill, uh, PvE community complains, saying they can't weapon swap ETC, rip Izzy, you'll be forever missed. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're buffing it again soon. Didn't they just buff Sleeper? Oh, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't I don't cover the game. I don't, I don't read their twabs. I have no idea what they're doing. I, when I wrote this rundown and I wrote the description of this, this stream, I didn't know what the current season was. I didn't know when it started. I had to go and Google. I was like, what's the name of the season? What's, what's the season number? I, I'm not kidding you. I genuinely did not know. I'm not posturing. I knew that season of the splicer was a name that I had seen. I didn't know if it had happened yet. I was like, oh, I think that one's coming in the future. And then I didn't know the the season title. I didn't know the season title. I was like, I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm sorry, number. I didn't even know what season that they were in. I had to go freaking Google it. So I don't know what's been buffed, nerfed, or anything. I'm speaking historically. I'm speaking historically speaking. They do nerf things because they get too strong in PvE. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. You know? Wheezy, I feel you. Your grace has limits. Yeah, I mean, I get where Wheezy's coming from. It is pretty exasperating. And and I'll be honest with you. This is one of the reasons that I don't miss... I, I miss covering Destiny, but there are aspects of covering Destiny I don't miss. And one of the things I don't miss is the same tired overstated, completely inaccurate, hyperbolic arguments that people make. It was always so exhausting. It was like, people just constantly dealing in falsehood, you know? That's probably why it was so easy to get that community to go along with, you know, a public assassination attempt on me, because they just, you know, so many people just deal in exaggeration and falsehood. It was the the community that was just ripe for the picking, you know? (laughs) Because we did that over the years! We would have the same arguments again and again and again, and people would say the same thing time and time and time again. You know what I mean? And it was just like, it got tiring. Like, I don't miss that aspect of covering Destiny. You know what I mean? The problem with QA department, says Bleep, is that they're given a set of changes to test, but the things that aren't tested at all are the combinations of things. Just look at Telesto. With the number of systems they have, it's not really feasible to test every combination in every system to check that a new ability or bounty isn't broken. Well, okay. Let me let me give you a what for though, Bleep. Let me let me let me give you a what for. How do they not know when they establish a boss fight? How do they not have a team of people that's like their raid experts and they're like, try to break this fight? Try to do insane damage. Try it. 
I, I, I don't understand how that doesn't unearth. How does that not unearth some of the problems? You know what I mean? Don't you see? It's like, I, I don't get it. It takes us a, a week and people are like, if you do this, 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 stand here and use this weapon, busted fight. It's like, y'all, y'all didn't figure this out beforehand? You didn't know this was going to happen? Or, or, and this comes down to, this comes down to their workflow and their slowness. It could be that, yeah, that's probably going to get unearthed as an insane strategy. Let's get a nerf ready. <laughs> you know, let's get a nerf ready. It's possibly why they have the nerfs always, you know, always kind of ready and around the corner. Like maybe they do know that it's coming, but they just can't do this. Can't fix it fast enough. This again has problems to do with their their engine and their dev tools. Nothing is agile. Nothing is quick. You know. I remember fighting for PvP to become more skill intensive and balanced at the start of year two, and the only reply I would get is Destiny will never be good. Why fight for it? It was tilting. <laughs> right. QA are not gods. If you've ever worked on a software house or a dev studio, you would know. QA cannot predict or test all variables. You have players doing crazy crap all the time to find cheeses. Reaper, I'm talking about a team that would be literally dedicated to breaking a fight. Think of think of how many exotics, abilities, and, and skills you're going to have and try to break this fight. How do they not have time to do that? I don't. Do you see what I'm saying? How do you not have time to do that? I'm not talking about quality assurance. I'm not. They play their game. They have people that play and know the raids inside and out. Right? You can't try to break the fight. You can't. You can't try and break the fight. You can't try and go in with exotics. I don't know. That one always. That one always confused me. It really, really did. It's like. People that have been playing your game for six and seven years, they're not smarter than you. Come on. Like, you guys can put together a team internally and try and cheese. You know what I mean? Don't they have that, though? Luke called them the cheese uh, the cheese during a vid doc a long time ago. I have, I have no idea why these things continue to happen then. Uh, it's the same reason you can't think of them. There's millions of players and maybe a team of 25 to 50 or people that do QA. They can't think of crap you uh, you can't think of. It's not as easy as just break it. Gilly, how long does it take some of these clans to break it, though? They always do the same thing. They run through the same exotics, the same skills, and the same and the same ideas, and eventually something rises to the surface. Yeah, error breaks the game day one. Some of those guys literally break the game within a week. Like, come on. They, they've got to have people that can do it. Hey, come on! I'm not talking about the genius of the masses suddenly finding... Here's where I think we're having a disconnect, Gilly. You are indeed correct that the large player base combing over the game for a week amounts to billions of hours, and then people are like, this particular lost sector does this particular thing, use this to cheese leveling, and then everybody goes and does it. You are correct. But if you go into a boss fight, you can't apply the principles that some of these insane raid teams apply and be like, well, this weapon's busted. Think of all the stuff they do catch. We don't see the stuff they do fix, just the stuff they don't. I mean, I guess. I guess. I think you're being too generous. 
Are you still getting crap from folks in the desk community trying to cancel you? No, they act like I'm invisible because they realize they threw in with a bunch of lies and they don't know what to do about it. And I think some of them were ready to side with me and then I got banned and now they're scared to. I've gotten a handful of DMs from smaller content creators that cover and play Destiny and they're terrified to speak out. They threw in, thought I was terrible, the dust settled, truth and evidence came out and they're like, well, frick, we just totally screwed that guy's life. And now... Abusive power is how you maintain acquiescence and silence. That's exactly what they did. False copyright strikes on videos and banning me from the game. That's what they did. You abuse power to get what you want, and that's what they did. Called in favors to get me banned off of purple, called in favors to get me to lose my verified badge on Twitter, and then banned me from the game. This is not the behavior of people who are telling the truth. This is behavior of people trying to hide the truth. It's all... It's all the classic marks of a (laughs) cover-up. It's all the classic marks of a cover-up. People think I'm like paranoid or insane or narcissistic. And it's like, really? (laughs) If it it walks and talks like a duck, quit calling it an elephant. (laughs) Investigation stalled out because their, their personal lives kicked up and they don't have time. And I owe them a couple of transcripts. So... There's a difference between the masses discovering new mechanics and tech that can be used to create more DPS and using all the buffs with the new buffed archetype and pressing left click. That's what I'm saying, Harry. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know that this buffs weapons, this debuffs enemies, and you know you just buffed this or that this is really strong. Stand in a well and try it and see what happens. Like, that, sh- that, that should take an afternoon. <laughs> that should take an afternoon. Run a simulation. <laughs> Whatever happened to the strikes? They were false. They were false copyright strikes. YouTube, uh, YouTube overrode those. Somebody committed perjury. When you file a copyright strike or claim on a video... It says, under penalty of perjury, two different people claimed a video contained their, co- contained their property. One of them was lying. So somebody committed perjury. This is a matter of public record, by the way. This isn't conspiracy. <laughs> this isn't me putting on a tinfoil hat. This is a matter of public, verifiable record. Abuse of power and someone committed perjury. Like, I... This isn't me making stuff up and like brainwashing people. Like I'm a, I'm a, what was it? They called me a serial manipulator. It's all verifiable. Go look. (laughs) Everything I've ever done or publicized or talked about are facts, evidence, things you can go verify for yourself. (laughs) Do the cheeses even matter or are they part of the game now? Well, I mean, this is this is the conversation that's been happening, so let me catch you up. Somebody was indicating, and I, I didn't mean to make it sound like this, right? I didn't mean to make it sound like this, but I made it sound like that if PvP was gone, they could do all these crazy things in PvE. And Wheezy was like, that's not necessarily true, Lono, because... Uh, <laughs> They, they consistently nerf things because they're too strong in PvE. And he is right. And now we're on the subject of, like, how hard is it, right? 
how hard is it to say these are the strongest weapons these are the things that buff weapons these are the things that debuff enemies let's all stand in a well let's all stand in a well and try and melt this boss you you don't have any you don't have a team of people that can cheese or melt or 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 whatever like you don't have a team of people that can do that so the raid launches and a week later there's like four videos from four different teams four different streamers that are like yeah do this 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 and the, and the damage is insane and then they're like well better nerf that you see what i'm saying like that was the point that wheezy was making and then the point that i was making is man how do you not catch this stuff beforehand and people are like well quality assurance tests for all these different things and blah 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 and i'm like yeah but by now you have to know you don't have people whose brains tick like these streamers like try and try and break the fight try and break this boss encounter try and do the absolute most damage possible and then analyze whether or not that's a problem you know what I mean the biggest thing for me is they didn't do anything legally to get you to be quiet they only went underhanded (laughs) you want to know why Ashen because I, I could survive subpoena for discovery and they couldn't they don't want to go through that process because it would require a discovery process and none of them want to go through that there's a pair of boots that went live this season from a locked sector it gave 130% buff to a hunter after firing a tether for like 10 seconds it was not situational and it got through QA cross-tested all possible options for the energy accelerant mod in one afternoon and found the broken items no one at Bungie thought to do that that's what I'm talking about that's what I'm saying like how does how does that not you know how does that not I, I, I don't know how do you not catch this stuff it just seems odd to me I'm not taking cheap shots either I said this all the time when stuff would get nerfed in PvE I was like what is going on like how do you guys how do you guys not catch this now Igalos shotgun and tractor cannon were different that was a different era of the game the game was evolving I'm talking about now yo ant with a renewed membership and a purple badge welcome back ant I mean wheezy I'm your homie but you immediately ramped up the, the you took the dialogue to level 10 like immediately <laughs> I, I, I I can't I, I can't say you've been blameless I'm not gonna do that <laughs> I have to shed my bias and be like yeah well you punched first I think <laughs> you punched first we've watched the tapes you know and you <laughs> you punched first People are missing the point. Yes, some things got nerfed in PvE because it was crazy good, but people are talking about stuff that was nerfed in PvE for the same of PvP. I think, but Leonu, I think you're not zoomed out. You're zoomed in on specifics. If you look at the entire scope of nerfs and buffs in Destiny, it's pretty, it's pretty even. Stuff gets nerfed in PvE or for PvE reasons just as often as PvP. And that is the point that you seem to be missing. That that was what Wheezy was responding to. He was responding to the sentiment and the idea that PvP is to blame. It's PvP players complaining. It's PvP's fault. That's why we have all these nerfs. And it's like, no. No. It, that's not true. 
That is simply not true. If you right now remove the Crucible from the game, you would still have consistent and regular nerfs in Destiny. Why? Because they do it all the time. Oops, that's too strong. That's broken. Oops, that mod combination's crazy busted. Gotta nerf that. Gotta walk that back. Gotta disable this. They're literally disabling stuff before raid competitions because of how broken stuff is. Homie, they're disabling stuff. Come on. Come on. Like, that that's the discussion. And the reason that Wheezy just hauled off and, and verbally kind of smacked some people was because it was like, quit saying this crap. It simply isn't true. Stop blaming PvP. Stop blaming PvP players because that's him for the last six or seven years. PvP player. And consistently has had a community that sort of villainized the PvP side of the community. It doesn't help when you have community managers that create division and they villainize, you know, streamers and and people and data miners. You mean people who read your publicly viewed API, the data miners, right? Like that doesn't help either. They're certainly creating their own their own their own divisions and their own problems, but for for years, for years that's been the issue is that PvP players get blamed, PvP is the problem, and the truth of the matter is, no, that's not it at all. It's been a very, it's been a very, very, I think, mixed bag. I would say even more so in Destiny 2, right? Even more so in Destiny 2. Now, you could go look at Destiny 1 and you could say, well, most of the nerfs centered around PvP. Most of the nerfs in Destiny 1 centered around PvP. I remember them happening. I remember my Suros regime. I remember the shotgun nerf that made certain shotguns that I love to use in Prison of Elders suddenly super weak. There was almost never a time where they were like, this is too strong in PvE, we need to nerf it. That almost never happened in Destiny 1. Well, okay, but that was years ago. We're in Destiny 2 now. And Destiny 2 has consistently had to walk back PvE strength because it just completely oversteps and breaks stuff. There's nothing wrong with nerfs affecting the part of the game the nerf was needed for. Right. Not to mention now they are starting to do away with more dual tuning. So they're balancing sandbox more separately now. That is true. They are doing... They are doing... Uh, were PvE nerfs even a thing in D1? They were, but they was super rare. I can't even think of any. I can't even think of any nerfs in D1 that were PvE. In D1, they couldn't nerf one gun without nerfing the entire archetype. We nerfed this weapon in PvE because of PvE reasons completely acceptable. But we nerfed X because of PvP and it negatively affects PvE. Unacceptable. Yeah, but they've been doing more more, more dual, uh, you know, dual sandbox. Yeah, I remember they nerfed Galley. They nerfed the fought the 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 wolf pack rounds. I remember that and and Dark Drinker, Spindle, and they changed the um, Touch of Malice before Wrath of the Machine came out. It wasn't that often though. It was really rare, and it was usually an exotic. Yeah, Icebreaker, Spindle, Galley, Touch of Malice. It was, yeah, it was usually like, wow, this exotic's stupid, it's breaking stuff. But 
I think it's been more consistent in Destiny 2. It's also touched more items in the game than just like an exotic weapon here and there. You know? An exotic weapon here or there. Like, come on. Like, I, wait, 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 yeah, that, that's going to happen. That's, that's going to happen. You know? You're going to have that. You're going to have an exotic that overshoots. You're going to have an exotic that interacts with uh, a mechanic or something in a way that maybe they didn't foresee. Okay? Fine. You know? Let's pull the chat. Who's to blame for the nerfs? Yeah, yeah. The is it is it Wheezy's fault or is it uh, is it a kitten's fault? And I you know I think everybody would agree that it's Wheezy's fault. If you're if it's if you have to choose between kittens being blamed for all of the nerfs or Wheezy, I I don't know. I think that's a very fair poll and an accurate representation of who we should be talking about and who we should be blaming. You know. It's either kittens or Wheezy, and I'm gonna have—I I have to say—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm gonna, go, gonna go with Wheezy. <laughs> it was the one-armed man. D2 also had this idea of pinnacle weapons that D1 didn't have. Oh yeah, pinnacle weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I forget all—I <laughs> forget all of the classic debates that we've had over the years about Destiny. I've forgotten about so many of these things. It's been a really healthy, like, mental distancing that I've had. You know what I mean? I, like, I miss aspects of of Talking Destiny. I do. I miss aspects of Talking Destiny. But at the same time, man, some of this stuff, some of this stuff I I I don't miss, you know? As a cat lover, I gotta say, kittens are little, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're bad. Kittens are bad. Kittens are bad. They're nasty. Home... All right, Scarlet Nexus is installed. Good, good, good. Do do do. Quitting Destiny cured my depression. It's weird. Like, um, Light Leap has said similar things, Harry, about like not playing anymore has really, really helped him. Um, <laughs> you know, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, how you can feel a little bit better. <laughs> All right, we need to we need to do something here. Give me one second. I gotta think through. Um, yeah, I know what I need to do. I know what you need to do. So we 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 still do Q and A for those of you that miss Q and A. As long as you're a paying member, you can submit questions in the chat, and they end up on a Q and A form. Now we have other things um, that we are going to be talking about today. Okay, we have other things that we are going to be talking about today. Uh question test make sure it's working it is and it's been cleared uh boo, 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 boo. so here's what i'm gonna do here's what i'm gonna do these are the micro news topics halo infinite's launch phil spencer had commentary about it battlefield had a leak about their game mode that that is still redacted ghost of tsushima dlc details and then the halo infinite versus destiny the big debate that we just had you can submit questions about any of these things and the new q a is really snazzy it's really really cool i'm gonna take a short break you might see some ads I don't run a lot of ads here. We don't ever turn on the non-skippables, so you can get into the stream right away. So consider doing a paid membership to support the channel directly. Uh, We have five different tiers. 
All those tiers comes with varying degrees of more benefits. The one starting out is like $5. We would love it to see a bunch of new members uh, as we're continuing to do lots of different coverage and lots of different ideas. Those of you that have maintained membership have really helped the channel. You've helped me. If you've ordered coffee, any of those things, it supports me. It supports my family. Okay? And the second half of every show, the tail end here, the last like hour and a half, two hours or so, we do Q&A. All right? I'll be right back. And uh, people in chat will tell you how to use the question command if you need help. Okay? I'll be right back. Oh boy, Q&A is going to be full. If you're a new subscriber, thanks for clicking subscribe today. A lot of new subs. And let me make sure that both Dracus and Doctor... um, Doctor Slay, you are going to need to resubmit your question. Sometimes Nightbot can grab two at a time, and sometimes he can't. So you will need to resubmit. Um, 
usually when two people do it at the same time like that only one gets a response and somehow nightbot actually grabs both uh but that's not the case yours didn't get through Let's do, uh, let's do my, I, I need to do this section here. Uh, I need to do this section here. Uh, so we need to do that and that and that. I hate building more scenes. It's freaking annoying. Um, love the new logo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait, there's one more thing we have to do that. Uh, this gets recorded for our our upload channel basically um cody with the five spots says keep it up thank you sir appreciate that uh 254 is the main topic all right let's let's chop this one up this is like a six minute upload that we do if you prefer uploads use the shorts command Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be my talk about Halo Infinite versus Destiny 2. If you like these style of opinion or gaming news content, hit subscribe and the bell button here on SNTR Shorts. Or you can head over to SNTR Presents where I do my main live show Monday through Friday. So it's no secret that I covered Destiny for a very long time, uh, you know, five or six years. I played the game since the Destiny 1 beta uh, and was, you know, unjustly banned from the game and stopped covering it uh, because I didn't think that that was the right choice but uh, I will no longer cover it as long as the ban stands but this to me isn't coverage this is me saying as a commentator of that game as well as other games what I saw in Halo Infinite's multiplayer does seem to be I think a problem for Destiny's Crucible numbers which are already sort of shrinking pretty consistently and trends showing a downward trajectory of engagement with basically every passing season and one of the big challenges I think for any game this is not specific to Destiny any game has to continue to try to fill that funnel of players and free to play certainly helps but I do think there's a lot of more barriers of entry in Destiny and that's related in some part to this larger subject now I'm going to talk about a lot of things in this video number one Bungie doesn't care, uh, Destiny's failures, and then it's time for Arena. But with the recent reveal of Halo Infinite multiplayer gameplay, it is clear, at least to me, that 343 is attempting to recapture the classic Halo Halo PvP feel while also wanting to be appealing to a more modern and new landscape of players. Two of the biggest and strongest motivators for purchase in gaming is nostalgia and brand loyalty. Halo's in a unique position to capitalize on both nostalgia and both brand loyalty to Halo. It's been around for a really long time. I think Halo can capitalize on both and for some pretty good reasons, okay? Halo Infinite can be looked to as sort of the answer to how bad Halo 5 was. Halo 5 left an obvious vacancy for many players within the first within the franchise and there is the campaign and story decisions. It just didn't deliver. Halo 5 did bad things with the campaign, with the story, the absence of Master Chief. But secondly, the multiplayer in Halo 5 was just very much so fell on its face and now is the perfect time I think for Halo to make its comeback, which could spell trouble for Destiny. Let's talk about why. 
Bungie doesn't care. Okay, this is a common meme and common thing thrown out. And while I'm not going to sit here and defend the company, the meme about Bungie listening and the consistent complaints from players that Bungie doesn't care is certainly a long-standing narrative and it's an element in the discussion. But the fact of the matter is, Bungie doesn't care. And let me explain what I mean. They never set out to make another Halo, both in their choices about campaign, narrative, story elements, gameplay and combat loops, and certainly not in the PvP side of the game. This is why for five or six years, I told many folks that were looking for Halo and not Destiny to go play Halo. It was like, it just, it sounds like you're looking for Halo. And that's what I mean by Bungie doesn't care. They don't care. They're not trying to set out to give you another Halo. Ultimately, this is why Halo Infinite could significantly pull from the Destiny Crucible player numbers with respect to daily engagement. Obviously, this is not a major concern for Bungie and future projected sales, but it definitely could hurt that side of the game and the player base if the numbers drop slowly over time. You also have to consider how many, I would say probably hundreds of thousands of people, buy the expansions in the seasons because they play Crucible and they want the new subclass, they want the new exotics, that's potential monetary loss for that side of the game significantly as well as it can be a huge deterrent from playing if matchmaking takes longer games get laggy because once your funnel starts to shrink those are things that will happen and we know they recently beta tested crossplay. secondly we do have to talk about destiny's failures and i'm not taking cheap shots here these are things i said while i covered the game exhaustively in the past Over the course of the game's life, Destiny has consistently failed to offer what would be described as a balanced PvP experience. This failure, to a very large degree, is by design, given the game's core elements. Again, they didn't set out to do this. So when I say failure, I'm not taking a cheap shot. They have failed to give you a balanced PvP experience because that's not their aim. Obviously, to a large degree, Bungie has never set their sights on the ultra-balanced PvP landscape, and their attempts within the competitive realm with Trials of Osiris have been marred by problems, especially poor map design in Destiny 2, as well as some of the imbalances. Now, Destiny 2 launched with an effort to be competitive, and it was largely rejected by the community. Double primary, super slow TTK, abilities were incredibly weak, player movement was incredibly slow. That is still, I think, underneath a lot of the problems with the game. Also, there's been consistent balance complaints, reward structure complaints for Trials of Osiris, and a lack of dedicated servers. The truth is, at its core, Destiny's Crucible has always been mediocre, but the undeniable quality of Destiny's shooting mechanics and the feel of the game have helped the game stand apart in both experience and style. Okay, So understand what I'm saying here. The Crucible has been pretty mediocre over the years, but... The game just feels too good. The jumping, the player movement, the shooting is almost unmatched. You really can't play another game that feels as good as Destiny. That may not be enough after so many years of dwindling player numbers, which has to do with my final point. Time for Arena. The PvP game offerings are full right now with games like Fortnite, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, and Battlefield 2042. It's looking to have its own path within the big battle-style combat of gameplay as well as really, really large maps. Currently, there is almost nothing in the vein of a more classic arena-style PvP game. Fans of arena shooters are of the older school because that's what they grew up on. And if you look at the age demographics of players, they make up a large portion of the gaming community. The older audience remembers and can harken back to great arena games, and they also remember when Halo was at its best. Halo Infinite 
could have a very well-lit runway for takeoff for a simple and approachable PvP experience that offers both small and tight arena-style combat, along with big battles and classic modes like CTF. And it's free. That's going to be a huge aspect of what I think is down the road for what potentially could be a slow and steady exodus for Destiny Crucible and a very good growth pattern for Halo Infinite. As always, if you like these videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Um... <laughs> I like your DM creature. Um, you just call me old? Maybe. 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 <laughs> uh, what did Weezy say? Like, no offense, but a lot of you guys think your perception is reality when that's the farthest thing from the truth. I have a good friend who's a huge wow head and he hated Shadowland. Uh, or whatever it's called and he swears up and down the game is dead and no one plays it and yet I talked to a few people here and there and they're having the time of their life same for a buddy who quit Final Fantasy and sold his account a lot of us think that because we hate a thing or whatever or a few people validate our feelings it's a mass feeling when it comes to the furthest thing from the truth I was I, if, if I, I don't know if Wheezy thinks I've been doing that I hope I have not done that today I'm not trying to indicate that the game is dead or on a downward trajectory simply because I don't play it or cover it anymore like my reality is reality you know what I'm saying I've just looked at the numbers and I'm like Crucible continues to dwindle over there and I don't think they have uh, I don't think they have a good funnel to bring in new players I think they have I think they're going to have a harder and harder time in the coming years replacing the people that leave or replacing the people that play less and less and less it's not even about a permanent exodus right it's not even about a permanent exodus to me it's just clear. It's like people are playing less and less. You know what I mean? Not you? Okay. I have to say that wasn't a fair argument. If you're talking about my video, feel free to pick apart anything I said. I don't think I'm going into the stratosphere of hyperbole or exaggeration or overstating my case. I think Halo Infinite is in a, is in a prime position to be super popular, and I do think there's a very high likelihood that will affect crucible numbers long term. I do. Um, and I don't think I made a bad argument or uh, one full of any, there's no argumentative fallacies. It's pretty consistent. It's a pretty consistent argument. And it's also based on covering, you know, Destiny for five or six years and constantly hearing from people that don't really want Destiny Crucible. They want, like, a nut, they basically want Halo. <laughs> they want Halo. You know what I mean? Um, okay now here's something else that we've been doing on the show I gotta pull up my um, my new segments here dashboard we do micro news about variety of topics so that's why when that way when you're here you get more than just one topic and we're gonna kick things off with the halo infinite launch um, you know, you're editing the stream. Oh yeah. I do live recording. So I do an outro at the end of the recording. So it might seem like I'm ending the stream, but I'm not. Um, that might be something we need to work on since new members of the audience and new people that have never really watched me before are like, 
you're just accustomed to an outro meaning everything is over yeah 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 no what we do is we do a four hour stream we're getting ready to transition into Q&A and how we transition is I do a couple of segments that I record for another channel because uh, some people don't like live streams so since E3 all I want is Halo Infinite I want it more than steak I, I hear ya I hear ya uh, alright, let's load this. Um, actually, actually, let's do this. Let's do it in its own tab. Uh, we want it on actual 4K, and then we want it to loop. Okay. Okay, so that was... The first one is Halo versus D2. This one is about the Halo launch date, and Phil Spencer had some commentary that uh, is in line with some of the predictions that I have made about Horizon Forbidden West. Um, You know, what if you put a little tag on the side of the screen to say you're recording? Well, then that would end up in the recording. (laughs) That would end up in the recording. It's not a terrible idea, but not a feasible one. <laughs> so, most fans would most I hate saying fans. Most viewers will get used to it. They'll know what I'm doing. They'll just get accustomed to it. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one's going to be about Halo Infinite's launch date and some comments from Phil Spencer. If you like these shorter gaming news videos over here on SNTR Shorts, hit subscribe and the bell button. You can always head to my main channel. It is listed below. I do a live stream Monday through Friday, so whichever type of content you prefer. Now, Halo Infinite's launch date is set for end of this year, like holiday of 2021. And similar things have been said about Horizon Forbidden West. And a lot of folks have consistently said they think holiday of 2021 is an unlikely launch date for a lot of these titles they're just going to end up getting delayed anyway i have consistently said that microsoft and sony have a very strong interest in both of these titles halo infinite and horizon forbidden west launching during the holiday of this year because the runway is empty there is nothing else really happening in the holidays so they're going to do everything they can to make these games launch and phil spencer seems to agree with me games radar reported on this halo infinite is currently slated to release in holiday 2021 and according to xbox boss phil spencer that is not likely to change in an interview with drop frames via destructoid spencer affirmed 343 industry and xbox plan to launch halo infinite before the end of the year Though an exact release date has not been decided on yet due to the timing of another big release, Spencer says the holiday 2021 release window should hold strong. Here's the direct quote from Phil Spencer. For us, we know kind of a range in a three or four week range. We don't have yet the exact day. There's some other things with some other game timing that we're trying to look at. We've have, I'm sorry, we'll have better clarity over the summer, but this isn't a month's thing. This is down to a few weeks. Instead of picking this date and having to move it by a week, which at this point would feel like a fail, like we don't want to do that, let's wait until we're really solid on what the date is, says Phil Spencer. He says, but the team is very committed to holiday. We feel good about that. I feel good about the confidence we have in both quality and getting the game done. So according to Phil Spencer, we're talking about mere weeks of differences within the range of when they think it's going to launch, and in his mind, having to delay it by one or two weeks would be viewed as a failure. And after all this time, 
he's probably right. I do think people would take that and really run it into the ground as a hyper-negative thing. Fans of any franchise, gamers in general, do not like delays. They don't, even if it's only by a couple of weeks. So I think he is indeed correct here and their choice to not do it. Now, in case you haven't heard, and this is again from the, the, the article that I'm reading here, the Twitter account for the Xbox Brazil recently seemed to confirm a November 9th release date for Halo Infinite, but as Forza Horizon 5 is launching on that day, where certain Xbox Brazil messed it up. It's likely Forza is the other game Spencer was referring to that's complicating Halo Infinite's release timing. So, if that is true, I could see Forza Horizon landing on the 9th, but I'm fairly certain for a lot of the game awards, it has to launch before the 15th, which would complicate things because November the 15th is a Monday. So if Forza lands on the 9th, the 12th being a Friday, I don't know if Microsoft is going to want to do a Friday release, but they might not have a choice if they want to land within the window of video game awards because they certainly want this game to be recognized, but also it's thinner competition this year. Let's just be honest about that, okay? There's not a lot of games that are going to be competing for Game of the Year. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart's probably going to have a clean sweep of a lot of the awards, not leaving a lot of room for others, but not a lot to compete with Halo Infinite, for sure, as a shooter and a game with a campaign and a game with multiplayer. So, we're going to continue to cover Halo Infinite and all the news surrounding its launch, release, as well as when it finally comes out. A lot of fun things planned, so make sure you head to the main channel, and if you like these videos short on this channel, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Okay, so that is a micro-segment that you get to enjoy here live if you don't like subscribing to my shorts channel. So as long as you're here every day, you'll catch these little short segments where I record. If you prefer an upload channel and you don't really get down with live stream channels, it's just too much of a commitment or it's too hard for you to stay in the entire show, then be sure to use the shorts command and subscribe to the shorts channel. Um, that is a... Uh, that's a, that's certainly... Um, another avenue for consuming my content youtube recommended me your zero is a stalker video last night i went down a rabbit hole of nostalgia for a few hours yeah that video periodically gets comments and it gets put on a recommendation hopper i i i don't know why i i don't know why but it does um all right next we have the battlefield 2042 leak um now let's turn off annotations and let's loop um so this is with respect to the game mode they have yet to announce um if you guys didn't see my battlefield coverage battlefield 2042 coverage uh, i consistently think this game is in a weird spot being that they're charging full price but we'll see just how full that player funnel is long term i think it's going to be a commercial success but i think long term they might struggle with keeping their funnel full because of the uh the fact that there's a full price point in front of it. So. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one's going to be about a Battlefield 2042 leak pertaining to the unannounced game mode that's coming with the game. If you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss all of my uploads. So I covered Battlefield 2042's reveal as well as all the extra things they covered and talked about during E3 and beyond. And one of the things I picked up on was their redacted game mode seemed to be their answer for not having Battle Royale. There was at least one interview when they answered the question about not having Battle Royale, and they talked about why they think their game stands apart, but they also mentioned the redacted game mode being one that they think fans and new fans will enjoy. Coming from PC Gamer, they reported on this, Battlefield's 2042 as yet announced third mode may be a century-spanning warfare sandbox called Battlefield Hub, according to a recent video from Battlefield leaker Tom Henderson. Now, this came via VG247. Now, revealed just ahead of E3, Battlefield 2042 has already clued us into just two of the three modes, and massive 128 players all-out warfare is getting the most attention, with an alternative hazard zone describing a smaller squad-based affair. But, 2042's third mode has been kept a secret, described as a love letter to series fans. Now, Henderson's Discord having a previously leaked the name of Battlefield 2042, the leaker this week suggested that the third mode is very much a nostalgic sandbox. So this leaker has gotten some things right. He's got some credibility since he already leaked the name of the game before the announcement came out. It apparently is a nostalgic sandbox. Battlefield Hub, described as the ultimate sandbox experience, will feature remasters of maps from the series' history, with weapons and vehicles from across the franchise and history showing up in the same war zone. So essentially what this sounds like to me, being described as a sandbox, okay, they, they're they going for something to be not a battle royale, but they want to compete with battle royales. They want to give you an alternative to battle royales. Here's a quotation from the leaker. My source says that this isn't necessarily going to be a competitive experience or a balanced experience. Instead, this is going to be an ultimate sandbox experience when players are just going to be able to have fun. Again, sounding kind of similar to the idea of what battle royales end up being. Fortnite and outside of Apex, Fortnite and PUBG were notoriously known for just being a big open sandbox with a lot of imbalances. Now, Fortnite was known for imbalances a whole lot more than any other Battle Royale to date. So this could fall in that vein of, it's just a big sandbox, go have fun. Lots of nostalgia, lots of famous maps, lots of vehicles. Now, we'll have to wait and see exactly what they decide to do with it. It could also lead to some of the customization and some of the creative things that people were able to do in the Fortnite creative hub. Uh, Battlefield could be trying to lean into that as well. At the moment, Battlefield is one of the few games that's going to land and be multiplayer only that actually costs money to get in and play. Most of these games are free to play. Halo Infinite is on the horizon and will be free to play. So it remains to be seen the initial commercial success the the initial commercial success of Battlefield 2042 is not in doubt. They've already sold a ton of pre-orders. The real question is, 
what long-term funnels will look like. They're doing seasonal-based combat. They're releasing the specialists and the different things as time goes on. Apparently, the maps and the narrative's going to change as well as the game evolves and opens up and does new things. But will players continue to come back? And will new players jump in long-term if they're always staring down the barrel of a full-price game? As always, if you like these shorter gaming news videos, be sure to click subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Okay, so we got one more, and this one's near and dear to my heart, right? This one's near and dear to my heart. Ghost of Tsushima DLC. Now, if you don't want the name of the Ghost of Tsushima DLC spoiled, potentially spoiled for you, then you're not going to want to listen to this portion of the video. Um, I don't think people are really going to care. It's literally just another ghost of title. <laughs> it's another ghost of title. So you don't, I don't think you have to be too, too worried uh, about it being um, something that you, uh, something that you're, you don't, you don't want to hear. Um, all right, let's turn off annotations. Let's do this, and we'll start the gameplay footage uh, around this mark. Um, there we go. Because that that way we don't have the exact same gameplay footage from the other day. I am very excited about this. This is giving me an even stronger reason to like, I really need to finish uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Now keep in mind, guys, we're getting ready to transition to Q&A. You can submit any questions about the various topics, the big debate from this morning, or any of the things I've been covering right uh, now. Thank you so much for that. I will ping the members in a little bit for Q&A. We'll probably go a little bit late today on this video before going over to gameplay. And that's okay, because we had a really, really fun morning. So, thank you everybody who was a part of this morning's discussion. It was really fun. I'm fine with a so- shorter Ghost of Extreme like Miles Morales. Yeah. Let me let me get to the let me get to it and you'll you'll see. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This one's going to be about Ghost of Tsushima DLC leaks. If you don't want to hear the potential title of the next Ghost of Tsushima, then you're going to want to not watch this video. If you like my short gaming news videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. Now, I love this game. I think this is one of the greatest games ever created. I'm slowly but surely completing it, beating it, and clearing the map. So I'm thrilled to know there are DLC plans. Some of this may end up being inaccurate, but we don't have launch dates or anything like that, but we do have a name, and we have potential themes that will line up with other games that have done something similar. Now, this came from Game Rant. It seems that Ghost of Tsushima fans may have even more content to look forward to as a project called Ghost of Ikishima has leaked online. Ghost of Ikishima is reportedly a standalone expansion for Ghost of Tsushima. I think it's Tsushima. Um, I always say it wrong. I've, I've made a bad habit of pronouncing it uh, Tsushima, but I believe it's Tsushima. Likely in a similar vein to how Spider-Man Miles Morales is to Marvel's Spider-Man, sort of a standalone, smaller game expansion with the planned 2021 release date. So it sounds like Ghost of Ikishima is going to be landing in 2021. Now, it was outed by a leaker and an insider mostly known for leaking Xbox news. Fans should take this with a grain of salt for now, but another known insider chimed in and leaked a Ghost of uh, Tsushima follow-up. So apparently, this they're, they're kind of confirming 
the leaks here people that are actually known for leaking things and being correct now the person from uh reset era or whatever the name of that site is they confirmed that ghost of ikishima is a single player game so those wondering if this was meant to be another ghost of uh sushima legends multiplayer experience can likely lay that speculation to rest what's unclear however is exactly what playstation platforms ghost of ikishima is coming to we don't know more than likely it'll be on both one of the leakers says they're not sure if Ghost of Ikishima will be a PS5 exclusive game or will it be cross-gen title that's also available on PS4. While Sony has released a handful of pure PlayStation 5 exclusives so far, the majority of its first-party titles are being released on both platforms, as is the case with Horizon Forbidden West and the God of War sequel. So the one of the leakers guess is that Ghost of Ikishima will be a cross-gen game, but fans will have to wait for official announcement. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I highly doubt they would make this PS5 only. Number one, more than likely, they're going to be building it in the same game engine with the same assets in the same world, which means it could easily be available for PS4. The game ran on PS4 and looked beautiful. Now, obviously, I prefer it on PS5 for the frame rate because I love the 60 FPS. Maybe they could throw in that ray trace 60 FPS mode. I mean, maybe they could throw that in there like they did with Spider-Man remastered and uh, like they did with Ratchet and Clank. Now, if the leaked Ghost of Tsushima standalone expansion of Ghost of Ikishima is real, then one has to wonder when exactly it will be revealed. Now, according to the leaked information, Ghost of Ikishima is looking to launch in 2021, and if that's the case, then one has to imagine that the game will be revealed sooner than later. However, there's no big upcoming game events that seem like they could be a good fit for the Ghost of Ikishima reveal. That being said... There are rumors that Sony will host a PlayStation Say to Play event soon as its E3 2021 equivalent presentation. Sony has not officially confirmed any such event, though, so fans should be keeping their expectations in check for now. So at the moment, we have a potential name as well as a theme. It'll be more like maybe like a Miles Morales separate expansion sort of standalone experience and will likely be on both PS4 and PS5. Sony will have to yet, you know, to announce it or have an event where they really want to put it center frame. I love this game and I hope this DLC is a reality for this year and I hope it's well received. If you like these shorter videos and video game news, hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next video. Okay, so we can do, uh, do, 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 do. We can turn this stuff off, and then we can turn this off. All right. Let us, let us get Q&A going for you guys. Let us get Q&A going. See how fancy it is? See how fancy it is? Now I have to change I have to change the rundown over there because the rundown is wrong. Uh, so the first thing we're gonna do uh, is Halo versus Destiny. And then before we get into this, I need to do the uploads for creature. I'm saying that out loud so that I don't forget. Uh, Halo versus Destiny. And then the next thing we could be talking about is the Halo launch. They're very, very different subjects. Halo Infinite launch is obviously been speculated on up one side uh, and down the other. And then we'll do Battlefield 2042 leaks. The leaks about the Battlefield hub. If you have questions about that, you can submit 
uh, those as well. And then last, but certainly not least, uh, Ghost uh, DLC. I don't think Ghost of Tsushima DLC. Well, I'll put Ghost of uh, Tsushima. I'll put Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Tsushima. It's probably Tsushima. It probably is pronounced Ima, but it's not Tsushima. It's Ghost of Tsushima. You're supposed to accent the front. I'm, I'm fairly certain. It's not Tsushima. It's Tsushima. Um, and it's probably Iki, Ikishima. Probably Ikishima. I don't know. I need somebody to help. How do I submit questions? You need to be a paying member to submit questions. You need to be a paying member uh, to submit questions. That is a, that is one of the few things we do for members only. Sushi. I had people in here telling me that it's it's supposed to be pronounced Sushima. Yeah, we need Takashi. munch on these and I'm going to get these videos ready for Creature and then we'll do Q&A. I feel like my humor is so dry it throws off Takashi. Either that or I don't get his jokes in response. It could be a bit of a cultural barrier, you know. It could be a very slight cultural barrier. Not language barrier, but a cultural barrier. Different styles of uh, different styles of humor, you know. Okay, let me get these uploads going. One, give me one second. Three people to watch Lono's Far Cry Primal first impressions to hit 1k. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
Okay. Should be able to close these so I don't mess with their names. And they'll keep uploading. There we go. what brings Lono to life on Fridays when he steals food from his wife. <laughs> Being a streamer has brought so many, like, I don't know, unique things. I think the edit is thing is a mobile thing. If you edit anything on mobile, it seems to jack something else up. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me if it was a mobile problem. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a members only post really quickly. Um to let people know that we're starting QA. As well as I'll probably do a tweet too. All channel members. QA is starting about the subjects any image below mm. multi-run reposition save post uh, mm. Sometimes that helps kind of bring people back in who might not be here, who left, or maybe they haven't been here yet today at all. Okay. So, first question is coming in from Dracus Pander. Has there been any credible indication that the new Halo has a similar secret sauce gunplay as Destiny? Um, here's the thing. Uh... This is hard because you're asking for something credible about something that's intangible. So like the secret sauce that we always refer to with Destiny, it's not really something that you can even say is credible. It's just something that people can't really put their finger on. You know, they're like, I, it's, there's something special. Um, you know, there, there's, there's, there's something there's something about it that you can't really put your finger on. Well, I mean, how do you say that that's credible? How do you how do you say that that's like verifiable? It's a subjective thing. So for me, I can point to things that we know about. There are things that we know about Halo Infinite that I could say, okay, this kind of points to the potential or possibility of a secret sauce or the game feeling really good. And these are all the things that I think are pointing me to say 
Halo Infinite is, is going to feel really good. First, a brand new engine. When you, when you create an engine for a game, I think that's a lot of the times where some of the magic can happen. That's where you can catch lightning in a bottle. Uh, and that gives them the possibility of doing something that will give Halo Infinite a really good, crisp, solid feel. Right? Has anyone credible who's played the new Halo said it feels like Destiny? I don't think anybody has played it and spoken publicly about it, Dracus, because it I don't think they've done anything like that. Um It's like I said yesterday with Tsunami. It's also uh Hiro- Hiroshima Tsushima. For those two previous words. Oh got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tsushima. And it's probably like Iki Ikishima. Anyways. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody who is who has come out and said, Oh, I've played it, it feels like destiny, right? Um It the challenge the challenge is that anytime you play a game and there's something about it that's sort of intangible so when I play Ori in the Blind Forest or Ori in the Will of the Wisps I can't tell you why it feels so good to jump and to wall jump or to use abilities right I can't tell you why it just does you can't really put your finger on why the gunplay in um, Destiny feels so good. Now, you could start to point to technical things like people have been doing all day, right? It's the aim assist, it's the, it's the, it's the gun handling, it's the, you know, it's a game with shooting mechanics made for casuals, right? You could pinpoint those technical aspects of Destiny and say, well, this is why Destiny feels so good. And even then, you're not necessarily capturing the truth about why people love Destiny's feel of player movements, gunplay, whatever, right? There, There is not necessarily a solid answer there. But when I look at Halo and I hear Joseph Staten talking about the game, what their aims are with gun skill and skill expression and how it's supposed to feel like a tight arena shooter and how they built a new engine that's the language of people that understand how a game needs to feel good does that make sense you start talking about having a tight arena shooter you're using words like skill expression you're using words like gun skill the these in addition to them building a brand new engine these to me all point to the idea that they understand that the game needs to feel really, really good. You understand? There's a lot of worker lurkers here. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if it, when you say there's 506 people here in chat, there aren't 506 people here in chat. Where There's a large portion of the audience that watches this show and is not even logged in. They're a viewer, but they're not in the chat. And there's a ton of lurkers. If we ask the worker lurkers and the lurkers to come out of hiding, they'll, you know, they'll spam the chat. But generally speaking, there's also the factor of the fact that, like, we can look at our numbers and see that, you know, 40 to 50% of the audience every day is not even subscribed. And that, that a lot of those people, they're not logged in. 
They're watching on a, on a hopper that's a recommendation hopper. They're watching on a TV. They're watching on a bookmark, you know, whatever. So, yeah, see, there you go. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, Dracus, I don't think you're going to have any credible sources talking about the feel of Halo Infinite until the game is in the wild, you know? Until the game is in the wild, you're just not going to have that happen. Um... So, holy crap, I see. Yeah, I told you. If I ask the if I ask the worker lurkers to come out of hiding, they'll uh they'll show you. <laughs> They're here. They're here. Um, so. Uh next question from Dr. Slay. With Halo being free on Game Pass, the campaign is free on Game Pass. PvP is free for everybody. You just have to have the platform. Are you concerned with long-term viability due to lack of continuing development funds? Do you think they'll have to use a free-to-play style microsort to fix this? Well, they've already announced season passes or the battle pass, and that has gotten a lot of great response in the Master Chief collection. They also are going to have no FOMO, so if you jump in season four and you really want the stuff from season two, you can pick that one and work on that one. Nothing actually goes away, but you still have to earn it. There will also undoubtedly be microtransaction, uh, a microtransaction vanity store undoubtedly that will be there yes yep that's gonna be a thing that's how they're gonna make their money that and the battle pass and I think that that's totally fine like they're, they're charging literally nothing to play multiplayer it could have that Fortnite effect it could it could Halo fans are loyal Halo community is huge you could have the Fortnite effect dude it's free it's fun oh my gosh it's awesome and then people spend a disproportionate amount of money in a game that didn't charge them an entrance fee all the studies and all the signs point to people spend a significant more amount of money on microtransactions when the entrance fee to the game is zero dollars. This is actually very, very common. It's very, very common. So they they have that in their corner. You know, they have that in their corner that the format has already worked for other games. The format has worked really, really well and is and in some respects is becoming an expectation. A lot of people have this expectation now. They're like, dude. I can play this game and it doesn't cost me anything. I can just try it out. And then if you really, really like it, you sort of feel like, hey, I'll buy some of these cool cosmetics. I didn't spend any money to begin with, you know. Hope everything's good. Thank you, Brandon. I just had to catch up on the... Oh, sorry. Supposedly, Halo Infinite first season is going to be focused on Reach. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they know how to deal in nostalgia, I mean, I then they'll be just fine they'll be just fine so monkey sum says do you think bungie will prepare maps dlc revamp for the release of halo i mean there's a there's a world i'm not gonna get like hyper conspiracy theory or like weave together some theory or some philosophy here of like what's going on but there is a world that i could imagine that exists where they say hey we know Halo is out there looming on the horizon we know this we know that it's out there as a potential you know problem for us right potential problem for us where you know they they're gonna make this Halo and a lot of our fans are gonna wanna go and play it right they're gonna wanna go and play it and this is a potential issue for us, right? So, 
they could have said let's make a bunch of maps let's do a bunch of stuff let's make some game modes or whatever and let's just save it in our pocket let's hold it and let's save it in our pocket right and one of the reasons that I think they might have done this is they might have said listen one of the only ways we're going to really really be able to pull people in and make them want to play is if we finally give we, you know, we, we finally give the Crucible some love okay I don't necessarily think that they would do that that would be an incredibly long game to play and while I think in the most recent years and updates it's clear they are playing the long game with some of their expansion ideas and growing the studio and all of that I could certainly see them saying you know we want to make sure we're prepared for the Halo launch. Why don't you take those couple of maps that you made and stow them away and we'll save them. And why don't you take that game mode you're working on, right? Like, you know, and then save that. And then we can launch it before or around Halo Infinite to have something to kind of like rejuvenate the Crucible. I could see a world where they did that. It did seem really, really strange, right? It did seem really, really strange that no maps, no nothing in the most recent expansion, right? There was a Destiny data mine that showed that something about Halo would show up. Really? Huh. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if they would try and do anything to coincide with Halo as Halo, I'm saying they would have like maps and stuff that they would just tuck away and save. Bungie did something, they did some hiring a month ago for multiplayer map designers. Considering there's been no brand new maps for over 600 days, it's really needed. And it could be part of their plan. We've said this for years. They like to fill vacancies that they create. They create a vacancy. Years of no new maps and then suddenly new maps would be like a really really huge deal and what better time to fill that vacancy than when you're going to have a potential exodus because Halo Infinite launched that's one of the best times to do it it's one of the best times to do it say hey you know what we got some maps coming we do I got to eat a little bit through this Q&A we got some maps coming That doesn't mean the Crucible suddenly feels amazing, but it'll at least be something going on. It was confirmed last night on the Halo blog that the first season is going to be focused on Reach and Halo Infinite. Halo Destiny stuff is all Eververse for its 20 year anniversary. Wasn't it data mine for a Halo Destiny crossover? It'd make sense to save a bunch of Halo Destiny PvP maps, then wouldn't it? Yeah, I wonder. Phil and Pete are pretty tight. Wouldn't shock me if there's a homage to Halo and Destiny. Yeah, maybe.
Bungie celebrating the Halo anniversary with Eververse items is just perfect. Really hoping Ghost is getting a true upgrade now. That would be really nice, wouldn't it, Eugene? Kind of like what they did with Miles Morales. That'd be really nice. D2 engine, a modified version of the Reach engine. With yeah, Tiger, whatever they used to create uh, Halo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry, I don't like being quiet, but man, I was hungry. I had to eat. Since Ninja played the old Halo, do you think they will try to bring him to push it? Yeah, Master Chief was in his announcement about going back to his roots when he went to Mixer. I think they had a really, really long-term plan with him. It was a contract about... um, There was streamer exclusivity, but there was also probably elements of that contract with respect to playing on... um, playing Halo Infinite on like a regular basis, at least during launch week. So, that is likely still in play. That is likely still in play. He, he, he will still be doing sponsored stuff with, uh, with Halo. I, I, I can't see him not playing the game a ton when it first comes out, and I would also anticipate some of that to be continued, uh, a continuation of the original agreements that they had. Just because Mixer went away doesn't mean that Microsoft's relationship with Ninja went away. You know? 
Um, next question. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is about Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Do you think that Ghost of Tsushima could become series a series similar to AC with new titles such as Ghost of Blank with more historical leaning than AC does? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean... Can I... I actually want to get... Uh, pronunciation. I want to get this right from here on out. Hang on a second. Tsushima. Showing... Oh, wait. Hang on. Yeah. Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Here's a video. Tonight. (laughs) With an ad. (laughs) Excuse me. A non-skippable ads. A non-skippable ad on a pronunciation video. Tsushima, Japan. Tsushima. Tsushima, Japan. Tsushima. Yeah. Bless you, thank Tsushima, you. Tsushima, Japan. Tsushima. Huh. Tsushima, I'm... Japan. So Tsushima is actually closer. I actually have been saying it closer to the right pronunciation. Tsushima. Tsushima. It's not so much, it's not so much Tsushima, but it's Tsushima. Tsushima. Ghosts of Tsushima. It's not Tsushima, but it's also not Tsushima. Or Tsushima. It's Tsushima. The original version was the closest. Yeah, anyway. I want to answer this question. This is a good question. Um, Could Ghosts of Tsushima... Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm just going to say Tsushima. It's easy. I don't have to think about it. If they suddenly took Ghost of uh, Tsushima and they said, well, what we're going to do is, is we're going to do Ghost of Ikishima. And then we're going to do Ghost of, you know, what other, what other islands and territories are over there? Can we create these ghost characters? Right? I would really, really worry that you're you're going to dilute what made Ghost of Tsushima so special. Ghost of Tsushima is super, super special because of how they tell the story, how he abandons the way of the samurai and becomes a legend, and you become that. It's kind of like the original short story of I Am Legend, like, he realizes he is the legend that everybody refers to, like, I Am Legend, like, the, the main character realizes, like, I am legend, I'm, I'm the legendary, you know, killer in these parts, they're talking about me. And when you realize as you're playing through Ghost of Tsushima, you realize that, like, oh, wow, I am becoming the ghost. And the process of becoming the ghost is, in, is is abandoning the way of the samurai and doing what is a, what is necessary to beat the Mongols. That's actually a pretty significant element of the story. So just the name Ghost of Tsushima has weight and importance and and meaning 
and it's cool and it's awesome and there's significant moments in the story there are significant moments in the story that are tied to the fact that you become the ghost of Tsushima who said you're pronouncing it wrong? a handful of people yesterday did a couple of people spoke Japanese and said I was saying it wrong. I, it could be a regional thing, maybe. I don't know. It, it could be, like, uh, accents. You know, regional accents that pronounce words like that differently. I, I, I don't know. Um, and so, I think that would be my biggest concern about this, is that it would become a trivialized thing. Now... <sighs> If you want to take the concept of Jin becoming the ghost of Tsushima and he starts training other ghosts because they are now kind of like the whole gray Jedi thing that we talked about in Star Wars the other day. Like, ghosts are... They're not samurai, but they still cling to and hold to some of the old ways, and yet... They, they kill in the shadows and they function similar to the assassins in Assassin's Creed and then he could pass the torch to another character and you could always have that happening like the lineage of the ghosts gets passed down and different areas, different time periods different, different tyrants and dictators have to be toppled and you have to do it as the ghost of that era, right? I would again worry that you're essentially going to be like, well, this is just like Samurai Assassin's Creed. It's the same idea. It's an unhidden, you know, it's a, it's not an unhidden. It's a hidden, it's a hidden force in the shadows that does these things, you know, and it was born out of the Samurai and it was born out of the original ghost, the ghost of Tsushima. The legend of the ghost of Tsushima becomes a new way and a new way of thinking. I could certainly see them doing that and they could make it dope. They could honor the origin of the name, they could honor the origin of the idea and it could it could it could spurn on a great franchise. I mean, they have one coming out called The Ghost of Ikishima. So they might be dabbling in like how is this going to be received from the fan base? How is this going to be received by the public? And then Listen, I'm here to tell you, I, I got no problem with a bunch of these games coming out. I got no problem with it. It's so fun. It's one of the best games I've ever played. You know what I mean? They don't have to use the same naming mechanism. Like Heavenly Sword and Hellblade are spiritually tied together. They could do that with Ghost of Tsushima. But the fact that they're doing a standalone called Ghost of Ikishima tells me they're, they're, they're entertaining exactly what King Keys is thinking here. They're entertaining franchise. It's, it's, it's possible that they're entertaining the idea of a franchise. Like, we've got something really, really special here. Let us let us continue uh, to push it, you know? Let's continue to push it. We'll see. Greg says, Would having raids inside of Halo Infinite work like the raids in Destiny? Would Bungie be mad? In order for Halo to be great, it needs to stay in its lane and, and maintain its identity. I don't think turning Halo into a looter shooter or or something with raids or things like that, I don't necessarily think that would be the right idea. They could certainly look at doing things with co-op and horde mode and things like that. Um, But I don't know. I I, I think 
the danger the danger in setting their sights on trying to be like destiny or copy destiny would be a significant mistake i think they need to set their sights on being the best halo they can be and if that pulls people from destiny's crucible well then so be it i i happen i happen to think it's going to happen that was hence the purpose of today's entire video was you know destiny should be worried like if you want to maintain a healthy crucible for the next three or four years because they have plans to continue to invest in the game for the next three or four years minimum and probably even beyond then your crucible your pvp is potentially potentially gonna be in a bad in a bad state so we just lost a ton of people like instantly so i don't know if it's just because we're at our normal end time or if youtube messed up if anybody in chat is having problems, just tell them to refresh. I'm not sure what just happened, but that was that. If that's abnormal. I don't know if YouTube's having blips or whatnot. Everything's stable on my end, so if anybody in chat asks, just tell them to refresh. If you're new and you've clicked subscribe today, thank you for doing that. That's how you chime in chat. You do need to be a paying member to take advantage of the question and answer, and we are switching to gameplay uh, of Scarlet Nexus here in just a little while. Um... A Japanese Assassin's Creed will come down the road uh, after they've milked Valhalla. Oh, yeah, I think there'll be a Samurai Assassin's Creed at some point. They're holding off on that, big time. Big time. Um, Dracus Pander says, Following up, if Halo comes close to Destiny's secret sauce, does this change your calculus on how much Destiny will be impacted? Here's the thing we have to remember, and this is an element of the discussion that didn't get spoken of spoken of enough but I do think movement double jumps triple jumps and space magic are going to help destiny in in, in a certain regard a lot of people are going to go and play halo and be like I just don't like it there's no double jumps there's no triple jumps the movement's not quite what I want it's not fast enough it's not fancy enough whatever and space magic yeah, complain however much you want about the space magic people like it people like it and they'll go to halo and be like yeah yeah this is just guns you know it's not gonna land on everybody it isn't it's gonna land on a lot of people i think halo infinite has a lot of promise within the halo loyalist community i think a lot of people are gonna end up liking it because of everything they said in their in their overview video as well as everything they've shown what i see is massive massive potential and promise within the halo community right but there's still going to be a lot of folks that go over who have been playing destiny for four five six years or more and they're going to be like man i don't like this it's two boots on the ground it's too uh you know it it it, it lacks that it lacks that space magic punch it lacks that flair you know um that's 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 what I think is I do think there are people that are going to go over and play it for an afternoon and they're going to be like this ain't for me because you got to think about something okay free to play cuts both ways free to play multiplayer in Halo Infinite cuts both ways you got no skin in the game you can go and play it for an afternoon and be like I don't like it and you set it down if you paid money to play it well you might play a little bit longer you might play the entire weekend you might try and team up with some of your buddies to be like I'm just not getting this game, man. Guys, try and help me out here. 
what can I do to change or appreciate this game more? But when you spend zero dollars, it is. It's a little easier to be like, not for me, put it down, right? But at the same time, free-to-play cuts both ways. It's really easy to go play Halo Infinite, and it's really easy to get hooked and be like, I I don't want to go back to Destiny. Dedicated servers, gun-based combat, this is what I've been waiting for, right? So I I think it cuts both ways. I think space magic and gun-based and free-to-play and I, I do. I think it's going to cut both ways. I don't think every single person that puts their paws and their mitts on Halo Infinite is going to be like, screw Destiny. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are like, I just don't like this game. It didn't age well. It, this isn't my flavor. This isn't my taste anymore. This isn't what I love. I mean, that happened to me with Call of Duty. I just got to a point where I was like, I don't love this game anymore. I don't want to play it anymore. And people may feel that way about Halo when they go back. It cuts both ways. Marcos says, I believe that the custom game browser and the esports engine will dominate. Arguably, Destiny 1 was perfect. D2 is a terrible watering down of comp playability. Well, in, in it was a simpler time in Destiny 1. You didn't have PC mucking everything up with, with cheaters. And certainly, Halo's going to have to figure out what they're going to do about that. They're not doing aggressive anti-cheat. So Halo Infinite's going to potentially have their own their own run with the run-in with the cheaters. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Eugene says, Hellblade and Heavenly Sword aren't tied at all. I didn't comment on that, Eugene, because I had never heard that before. But, yeah, I had never heard that before. I don't know if that's accurate. I, 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 that was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I am an enormous Hellblade fan. I played the game three and four times. I've watched their documentary at least twice about the making of Hellblade, and I've never heard that before. So... I think that the pull of Assassin's Creed and to a certain extent Hitman is that you're an assassin in a setting that you would not necessarily think of. Ninja Samurai Assassin games have been done before. The effect of dedicated servers is being underestimated, I think. A lot of games have dedicated servers and have cheating problems, though. You know what I mean? Warzone, Rainbow Six, League, you know. Valorant's got deadies, and Valorant still has cheating problems, and they have an aggressive anti-cheat. You know, it's like, there's, I don't know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into the economy of cheating that's going to make it really, really hard, and free-to-play is, is kind of the starter pistol. <laughs> Come in here and try and cheat, like, because it doesn't cost them anything, you know? Hex, with what we're going to make this the last question of the day... How much of an impact do you really think it will have on the Crucible since Halo is only Xbox PC, whereas Destiny is always on PS4 and 5? Okay. This is a correct statement that I think will help slow the bleeding. Because I'm telling you, just watch. I, I'm telling you. There's, there's, there's something's going to happen to Crucible numbers after Infinite launches. It's going to be measurable. Long-term effects are remain to be seen, but at least the launch week, you're going to see it. And one way of slowing and stopping the bleeding is most of the Destiny fan base is on Sony, right? Because, like, I just looked at the Steam charts. 52,000 people were playing Destiny, like, 43 minutes ago. Their 24-hour peak was 57,000 on Steam. Now, that's out of a, that's out of a million players a day. That's, let's say 900,000. That's out of 900,000 players a day. That's, I mean, that's, that's, now that's just currently, that's currently. So I don't know if I can get a 24 hour player count, um, 
you know, I don't know if I can get a 24-hour player count because if the average players is 61,000 the last 30 days, what does that mean in total at the end of a 24-hour period? Like, 50,000 people currently playing on Steam? Okay, and their 24-hour peak was 57,000. Okay, well, what does that mean? What does that mean for a 24-hour period? How many out of the 900,000 play on PC? How many? Now, I know PvP Exodus on PC has been more extreme because that's where all the cheating takes place. And the next-gen consoles offer a, 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 a great performance out of the game now. So a lot of the PvP players walked away from PC. They got sick of the cheating. Wolvie says, Crossplay will help quell the Halo Exodus in regards to Destiny numbers. Now, again, that depends, though, because of the cheating issue. Crossplay could be could be a Trojan horse. It could look great on the outside and it could kill from the inside because people are going to not are going to want to opt out. They're going to they're like, "Oh, I've heard about the cheating. I don't want to I don't want crossplay, right? Crossplay could cause connectivity issues. There's a lot of things that could come with crossplay that could significantly help but also significantly hurt. It just remains to be seen how exactly they implement it. Cuz they could implement it in a way that is incredibly destructive. It's not with PC. It's already opt-out. Oh, so crossplay doesn't let PC play with console. It's literally just console to console. Lono, consoles are thrown together automatically. PC players have always been. Okay, so it's just console to console. So at least the cheating stigma won't be there. So take that off the table. That's good. If they can do console to console and it doesn't cause connectivity issues then it will significantly help and here's one of the reasons why if you play on xbox you're gonna have less people playing destiny crucible when infinite comes out and crossplay can help ensure that you have tons of people to play with because most of the destiny player base lives on sony so crossplay could certainly help because then people are like, oh, I'm at least getting matches. Because here's what happens when a player base starts to shrink. It shrinks, it hits a tipping point where the shrinkage speeds up. Why? Because the people that are sticking around and playing are like, I can't get in the game. I can't get a good game. It's laggy. It's taking forever. This is awful. Right? And that compounds the problem. You already have shrinking numbers, and the people that are sticking around are having a bad time. So now they're given a motivation to leave too. Do you see what I mean? So the the crossplay could help with that. It could be like, no, 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 no. You now have access to more players, so it doesn't matter that a lot of Xbox people are taking a, taking a vacation from Destiny right now to try out Halo. There's still plenty of Sony people in the funnel. PC can play with console, but you have to opt in by joining a PC fire team. Also, if Bungie does something with so with the solo trials mode, it could really help. I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to push all this stuff out in anticipation to Halo Infinite because they know. They have to know. Red Dead Redemption 2 launched and Destiny's numbers went down. What do you think is going to happen when Halo Infinite finally lands? Like, when big titles land, games like Destiny have a decrease in player numbers. It's not a problem, it's normal. But when it's considered in some regards a direct competitor with respect to the PvP, 
it could have a long standing effect on the daily crucible numbers people could be like man there's less people playing or man the, this is taking forever or the matchmaking is taking longer whatever and crossplay could be there to help it not be noticed as much because I got news for you if crossplay is not in place Xbox players are going to feel it you're going to feel a great disturbance in the force you're going to be like my gosh it's taking forever to get into games and I keep getting region mismatch and it's so laggy you got to like Halo to keep playing it because you're only lo- unlocking cosmetic. Destiny makes people play with season rewards that matter more sometimes. Well, Halo's going to have a battle pass to ensure you'll have a reason to keep coming back and play. And if you look at the statistics of gun usage and kill percentages in Destiny, most people just keep using the same equipment anyway, and they're unlocking stuff on a battle pass. Telling you, that battle pass is going to be a really, really easy lane to put your brain in to be like, oh, I want to get all this stuff. A couple more games and I'm going to get more stuff. Skip a season and come back, doesn't matter. All the stuff's still there. So it's not going to have the FOMO effect that Destiny has where you feel like you have to play. Like, oh, I, I don't want to miss out on my stuff. It doesn't matter. Bungie will never fix PvP. Been having the same convo since 2018. That's part of the reason why I think this is going to be more significant than people realize. I don't think this is, I I don't think I'm overstating my case. I don't think I'm being exaggeratory or hyperbolic. Like, I, I do. I think that a significant portion of the people that log in and play Destiny every day and every weekend for trials, I think a lot of them have been waiting for a game like Halo to launch. There just hasn't been a game. You know what I mean? Gonna play a ton of Halo, has a competitive mode, which, uh, and it, with an intricate ranking system, then I think it can take not just PvP players, but Trials exclusive too. That's exactly right. The minute people get the flavor of a really good ranking system or a really good competitive environment, they are going to really, really see just how bad certain aspects of Destiny's PvP is. Destiny gets a ton of things right in Crucible, but they get a lot of things wrong too. And those things are going to be, they're going to they're gonna stick out a whole lot more. Oh, and I, I knew you were agreeing with me, lover boy. I, I caught that you were agreeing with me. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, biggest thing I'm excited for in Halo Infinite is input method-based matchmaking. Right, right, right. I've already said it. Halo Infinite will be the reason I buy an Xbox if they nail the multiplayer. It's that Halo draw. There is something about Halo. There's something about Halo. Older games and older shooters, they, 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 there's, I don't know. They don't, they don't necessarily, they don't necessarily have the same pull and the same draw. But I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm telling you what, there is something about Halo. It has a draw. The Master Chief Collection being where it is now, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's got draw. It's it's got there's something about it. If you try to do a Quake or an Unreal tournament right now, I don't think it would have the draw. But uh, but but when you look at <laughs> you know, when you look at Halo, uh, Halo's got pull cuz they tried uh you know, They tried with Quake. They've tried with different things. It hasn't worked. Not like Halo. You know what I mean? 
Do do do. Do 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 do. Okay. Alright, I was just checking on something. Let me make sure that this video is ready to go. Thank you to all the new subs today, man. I greatly appreciate it. I really, really do. We um we do a lot of different things on this channel now, and one of the things that we do is we brought back gameplay. So let me let you know what the rest of the day is going to look like, especially if you're a new sub. I do a talk show in the morning, I do gameplay in the afternoons, and I do a short upload in the evening. The short uploads in the evening are goofy, silly, funny. I do a cringy thumbnail, okay? It's one video a night that I do that, all right? Some people just need to get over it. The rest of the day is full of thoughtful content, talk show, gameplay, whatever. That's what you get on this channel when you sub. We are still using the gaming channel as well. Somebody requested Jump King, which, shoot, I need to I need to actually do that before we switch here. I forgot to install. Jump King will take like two seconds to install, I'm sure. Um, uh... We use the gaming channel. We use the gaming channel for viewer requests and indie titles. Okay, so you can use the the gaming command, or you can go to sntrgaming.com uh, if you want to support that. Right? We we also have the shorts channel. You can go to sntrshorts.com, uh, or you can use the shorts command in chat if you want to support the uh, the shorts channel. Okay, that channel is literally purely uploads okay so what we're getting ready to do is switch over to scarlet nexus gameplay now i know i know yeah can we get 20 more likes for 700 let's roll the likes over i know that these are usually not my cup of tea okay i i i usually don't play these games but it's a good opportunity for you to see it and see if you want to play it and and get it and get a uh and get a nice nice um, exp- like, hey, maybe I want to check out that game. Okay, Jump King is already uh, installed. I knew that wouldn't take very long. Okay. Um. So, so that is what the rest of the day entails. Also, don't forget the gaming channel on Friday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Me and Hilly tonight. Sea of Thieves drinks. It's gonna be a good time. You're gonna want to be there. Okay, you're gonna want to be there for it. Uh, it's messed up what they did to you. Nice to see you thrive without it. Thank you, Ernesto. Yo, my man Laney, just passing by. Hope you and the family are doing okay. Miss the good old days, but I do. Uh, life was easier back then. Wishing you the best. I appreciate you, Laney. Thank you. Um, fam is good, man. My daughter is reading. She read 10 books and she got her own library card. Like, she's so big, man. Five and seven. My son's five, my daughter's seven. It's crazy how much has happened. It's crazy. Halo PvP will be full of cheaters just like Destiny. I think having the 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 reach of Microsoft and Microsoft accounts will help significantly. This ain't Steam. I think having um I think having the uh having dedicated servers will also help significantly. I think they're gonna have a lot of things in their corner. Uh, that are going to significantly help. I really, really do. I, I, I'm not saying there won't be cheaters, right? Uh, I'm not saying there won't be cheaters. There will be. There will be. Um, but I don't think it's going to be quite as bad as uh, as Destiny. V-Sync on 1440-60 FPS. That should work just fine. I might have to change the 
refresh rate of the monitor to 60 though it looks like scarlet nexus wants to cap at 60 i could do uncapped v-sync that might fix it as well we'll see where is the um i need to be able to camera y inverted there we go uh can't believe it's been six years yeah yeah six years Mm mm-hmm been a long long time dude been doing been in the end i've been doing this a long long time yeah um yeah my daughter is yeah my daughter's seven uh were you playing sn lono i played the demo on ps5 oh where am i playing it i'm playing it on pc i'm playing it on pc see so listen listen we do this thing that's called live redirect, okay? When this stream ends, it should take you to the next one. And if you come over to the next stream and you hang out for 30 minutes or so, it's super helpful to me, okay? If redirect doesn't work, there's a, there's a link in chat you can use just in case redirect doesn't work. Huge poll results today, guys. Tons of votes, tons of great conversations. We're not going to cover Destiny likely ever again. But, but... When it comes up and it feels like it's a good subject like today, I'll lean in, right? And 69% said yes, so that's nice. All right, I'm going to pin the link at the top of chat, all right? It should take you over to the new stream. If it doesn't, use the link in chat. Come over and hang out and watch some Scarlet Nexus gameplay for a little bit. Again, even if you only come hang out for 30 minutes, it's super helpful. I'll see you guys over there. Uh, Also, don't forget, don't forget, Playing tonight with Hilly on the gaming channel. Make sure you're subbed to the gaming channel. SNTRgaming.com or use the gaming command in chat. All right?